Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who, in the name of charity and goodwill, shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! What's going on? Not much. How are you? I'm good, man. Good. What's Why are we watching soccer? That's what's on. I There's was baseball trying to turn on. Nick, trying to turn Nick's game on. I, everything that I saw in my betting app said that baseball didn't start till 540. That well, was what about the games I saw. The college baseball World Series. Isn't Oral Roberts playing? I don't know. Yeah, I saw that was the one live game was Oral Roberts yeah. at TCU. But... Uh, I don't know where you would find that. Is that available on the MLB app? Is that available on no YouTube college TV? Sport? Oh, maybe you, YouTube TV. You're not signed into that here, though. Oh, I'm not? No. All right. So you'll have to bet on soccer. I don't want to. Colombia versus Germany. I could probably have better uh, chances. I follow so much baseball, I bet, and it's like, ugh. I won. The I Tigers won me a little bit of money last night. You would have won either way. They came back and won, but yeah. Yeah, well, as long as nobody won by four or more, I think, then I would have lost. Right. But uh, Tigers, Tigers did it. So I reinvested that money like a wise investor would tell you to do. You don't just take that and put it straight in the bank. Scared money doesn't make money. No, you Mm got to invest that money, baby. So now I was watching the Tigers and the Braves the other day, and I had like six things that needed to happen, right? And five of them happened. For one parlay? Yeah, and five of them happened. But I needed Matt Olson to get a home run, a hit, and to score a run. Okay. And it's the ninth inning. And I'm like, well, this is over, right? But he comes up to bat. And I realized, just in my head, because I hadn't been really thinking that way. I'm like, he's got four at-bats to do this. But in my head, I'm like, well, if he hits a home run, he'd get all three of those. They count that as all Yeah, right? he'd okay. get a hit, he'd get a home run, and he'd score a run. Mm-hmm. So I was like, he could do this. Dude launches one against the Tigers. Bottom of the ninth. Bottom of the ninth. Launches one, and the senator, center fielder for the Tigers jumps over the wall and grabs it and brings it back. How much would you have won? Eight grand. Whoa. 
Golly, eight grand. And when he went up to bat, I was watching the game of charge. I'm rooting for the Tigers the whole time. You know, I root for right. him, and then you just hope you bet. these other, other things, things happen, right? Yeah. yeah. It's a win-win. But I'm rooting for him, and it looks like the Tigers going to win, and bam! I'm, and I jump out. Get out, ball! And he's like, wait, that's the Braves. And I'm like, and then he, I'm like, he pulls it back, and I hit my knees. Like, you got to be kidding me. He's like, what happened? The Tigers won. I'm like, that just cost us. $8,000. He started laughing. He's like, man, that was so fun to watch. You don't get to see those all the time. And I'm like, why are you laughing? He's like, well, you know, I'm like, I would have just spent that eight grand on right, you. You would have gotten, like, gotten the benefits gotten all of it. it. Yes. All the you and your baseball brother. equipment, football <laughs> right, equipment, everything. ice cream, whatever. Are you kidding me? PlayStation games. But he's like, it was cool to see. I'm like, yeah, it was cool to see. Yeah, great. <laughs> that, it's not really a win-win situation then. Right. Because you're telling yourself, like, I'll bet here just in case, you know, I don't want the Tigers to lose. Right. But that way, if they do, I still feel <laughs> good about it. Exactly. No, no, you didn't. Not for eight grand. No, there's That's no- why I always say when you're a fan of a team, just don't bet on them because... They'll, especially if you're a fan of any Detroit team, they'll just screw you somehow. There's no reason for the Tigers to bring back a home run and win it. I think sometimes it's okay to bet against the other team or to bet against your own team and root for your own team at the same time, so that you do feel some. Well, I guess with some sort of win just once a with week. Football, yes. With baseball, with baseball you're like, this is a random Wednesday game. Get out, ball. Right. And get bet, I don't know how much that bet was that you placed. Like 30 bucks or yeah. something. I had five things that had to happen. Oof. Yeah, eight grand is, uh, that's a lot. I mean, yeah. there's no game that they could say at this point, uh, you know, you can either have eight grand or this team, your team, no. could win this game. I don't care if it's the World Series, no. the Super Bowl, whatever it is, World Cup, I don't care. Right. I'm, well, taking, I'm taking the eight grand. Maybe if they said pay eight grand for the Lions to win a Super Bowl. Be close. Right? It's expensive. Okay, they go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Let's say they make it without your help. Yeah. Or without God's help, whatever. Right. So they're there. Well, they're out of it then, but it ain't God's help. <laughs> they're there, and uh, someone says, I'll give you eight grand. I guess God. I'll give you eight mm-hmm. grand uh, if you let me let the uh, Lions lose there. You're going to take the eight grand, right? They made it to the Super Bowl. That's See, great. I don't know. I, I, I Maybe not. Because it's, get, it's not getting any more. That's the question. Like, could I live without the eight grand? Yes. If they said... If you pay eight grand for them to win, maybe not. You see what I'm saying? You've gone so long though without them winning. I know, but I'm not going to pay eight grand for them to win. The Ford family can pay that. Right. That's what I'm saying. So you're basically would be paying. Hey, you know, we'll just give you eight grand and they're going to lose. I might not take it. Really? Yeah. I mean, hey, it's easy for you to say. You guys won two and three years or something. I know, but I mean, I'm never just asking. I kind of it's resign myself to the fact that I'm grand. never going to see them do it. I know, but I'm saying eight grand. I don't even know that if this had been 10 years ago, I would have said. I mean, I know I would have taken the eight grand. I would have just taken the eight grand. And been quiet about it? Yes, that's the thing. You, you, God's got to promise you that this information does not get back to your community. Right. Because that would be bad. I don't know if I would take it. And now I'm just going to I'd take assume. it for the Tigers because I've seen them do it. I take it for the Pistons. I take it for the Red Wings. I've seen them do it. Right. But for the Lions? The Lions, the day before, somebody just said, hey, wait, you know, I can make sure they lose, but. All right, well, how do we get rid of this wishy washiness? 20 grand? Now, definitely? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's no question, right? right? I 20 mean, 20 grand, I take. Eight grand. I don't think. Look, there's... eight grand's a lot, but it's kind of like, oh, man. But it's eight grand. And I can't bet on it. I can't cover my bets or anything. I'm just going to assume that if the Lions do make it to the Super Bowl then and lose, that you were praying and that you were betting. And you've won some astronomical amount of money on them losing the Super Bowl, and you're going to be quiet about it. I'll have to assume that now, now that we've had this conversation, because God's listening. God hears everything. Well, I told you I made that bet. We're still alive. 
Tigers to win the Central, that, Reds that pays, to win the Central. How much does that thing pay? Twenty-five bucks for sixteen k. Sixteen thousand dollars. And what? Who has to win? They just have to win their divisions. Just their division. The Tigers have to win the Central, and the Reds have to win the Central. The Reds are winning the Central, and the Tigers are back by down by four games. I know I'm on the right track because it's not a lot, but it's only four my games. Bet, my sporting bet app asked me if I wanted to cash out for a little extra money. Well, then you must be doing right. all right. That's usually not a lot, but you know they're like, "We'll give you ten bucks if you take your bet back now." And I'm like, "Mm." "I'm looking because the Twins are still in first right." Oh wow, yeah, that's that's closer. I mean, now the Royals are way down below everyone else. It's kind of crazy. You got the Twins with 36 wins, uh, Guardians 33, Tigers 31, White Sox 31, and then the Royals with 19, 19 and 55 or 53. Um, That's not good. That's not good. But honestly, like I don't remember. You know, the, the Royals I need to look at the schedule and just see, you know, man, do the Tigers end up playing the Royals a lot towards the end of the season? They could pull this off. What is the worst record a baseball team has had in the last, like, 30 years? Because football is easy to recall. Well, I mean, Some yeah. of those, yeah. Well, Browns and the Lions. Yeah, both yeah the, 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 those are easy to remember. Obviously, though, not nearly as many games. I don't know what the, like, who the worst team in baseball would have been just, uh, you know, in modern times. So that's why I say the last 30 worst? years. Maybe the last 40 years. You think so? Tigers, Royals, or A's. Yeah, I just, I mean, you know, even when I'm not paying close attention to the Royals, I always periodically check their record just to see what's going on. Or my brother will mention it. Something. And 19 and 53, that seems... This is 1899. What was it? Cleveland. Okay. And what was the record, does it say? Uh, 20 and 134. So they didn't even play the 162. Wow, so. so the Royals are only one win away from the total wins. That year, that's that's yeah, bad. But again, see. that doesn't. Yeah, it's, oh, here we go. Ah, what a right. paywall. No, it was the Tigers? Two thousand three, forty-three and one hundred nineteen. So that's the worst. Forty-three yeah. in modern era history. Baltimore Orioles are forty-seven and one fifteen in twenty eighteen. Okay, what was the Tigers? Look at that though. The Orioles are better. The Astros in twenty thirteen. What was it? Uh, 51 games. Okay, so then I'm Well, the worst crazy. is the Tigers in 2003, 43 and 119. So then right now, the, at 1953, the Royals would be on track to be close to about as bad a yeah. modern season can get, right? Yeah, I mean... It's not, it's not, it's it's not, not quite out of the realm of... Right. Right, because they'd have to win 24 more games. Yeah. I don't know, how many right. did you say the Tigers won? 43 okay. total. So I uh, yeah they they look they're a little bit ahead of that but not but, much but not by a ton I just I, I keep seeing that and I'm like man this is how, how many very are they bad. what they've got they're 19 and 53 so that's 70 games if they win another 20 and 70 that makes them 40 I mean you're, and you're getting 140. close you're getting close you're getting there. close because then you got they get three in 20. I don't they're know close. What the I mean, it year. sounds like they're beat, but if they go on a little bit of a losing streak, they could be really. I mean, they're only what, like maybe eight games ahead of that pace right now. If I do the math in my head, that sounds about right. Yeah. Now, last year, I'm just looking at uh, wins losses. Last year, they were 65 and 97. So nice. that's that's quite a little bit above the the right. worst there, right? You said it was 40 some wins for the Tigers, but. And maybe, you know, last June at this time, you could have told me that the Royals had the same record that they do right now, and it could be. It just seems this year, as I look at it, I'm like, man, that seems 
that seems really bad. Like, I don't, you know, you're always talking about 500. Since I was a kid, people talk about 500. Boy, you know, the Royals promised us that they'd be playing 500 baseball this year, you know, and they're just, they're not quite doing it, or they're so close to 500. And then, and that's when they were, you know, pretty bad. You're hoping yeah. for 500. Just get to 500. You were hoping this was a turnaround season. Right. That was the other thing, is that you, there was some hope going into this season that it would be better than last year, at least, you know? Yeah. And maybe it will be. I don't know. It's still sort of early, I guess. I no. mean, there's still some time. No. It might be a better way to put it. No, None of those no. pitchers hit, man. <sighs> it is. I mean, it is what it is. We don't have to get too much into baseball. But, you know, you took all those first-round pitchers. Yeah. And none of them are a one or two on any staff. And probably not even a three. Maybe a three on some. But that's too bad. Yeah, that's that. That's not. I mean, great. it is. You know, I keep seeing people talk. I don't about, know. What, like, I don't think anybody thought they were horrible picks when they did it. Just, yeah. You know, cost Dayton Moore's job. Right. You know, I. You know, which is kind of crazy because you know it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. At least in my mind, it doesn't feel like that long ago that they were going to World Series. So, it, you know, it's it wasn't just, that long ago. It wasn't. It was what twenty thirteen and 14, 14 and fifteen, 15. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't really that long ago. It certainly wasn't that long ago compared to how long it had been at the time. So, you know, I I get optimistic, a little optimistic every year. There's always a chance, right? You well, you hope know. those pitchers are coming through. They but just continue to not do it. Like, they're just, you know, a, yep. they're bad. And I keep seeing people say, don't ask us for a new stadium when you're this bad. I'm like, well, okay. I get what you're but I see that over and over yeah. and over. Hey, if you're going to ask for all this money, then you got to put a competitive team on the field. That's I'm like, true. You know, there's, I mean, there's an argument there's an to be argument made there. there. Yeah. There's also like an argument timing. to be made that the Royals aren't going anywhere. Right. And I don't know if they're going to be good or bad, but you could at least make the experience more fun. Right. You know? Yeah, I know. And, I mean, there are people that are pro-stadium, but it's just interesting to see how – maybe they've just become a little bit more quiet, but when I see those comments on our Kansas City, whenever the stadium comes up and just people saying, dude, no, win some games, win right. some games. I'm like, maybe that's why they asked early. Maybe like, let's just ask early in the year. See how they're feeling, but you know you're. Well, you're hoping if they got a new season. stadium, they would invest some money in it. But I, you don't know that to be true. No, you don't. That's the other thing. Like even if fans here went to games with, to see a losing, and team. and then you don't even know what's going to happen. Like when the Tigers got their new stadium, they invested. They went to a couple World Series. Yeah, lost them. Yeah, you know. So it's sure. hard to win a World Series. It ain't easy. No, but I do understand Royals fans when they're like, "Yeah, just be, we're not saying a World Series. Just be 500, over five hundred, and we'll build a new stadium." Exactly. They're like, well. I don't know. It's a pretty big ass. Why don't you see how Daniel Lynch pitches tonight, right? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. What's going on? Well, we've talked, I'm sure, many times about uh, bad ways to die. But I'm sure you've seen this story in the last 24 hours of these uh, the lost people on this submarine trying to look at the Titanic. Have you been following this at all? Nope. Oh, you hadn't heard about this at all? Mm-mm. Okay, so there are people lost on this. Uh, it's technically not a submarine. It's some sort of on- underwater vessel. But everyone's calling it a submarine. Okay. It's a submarine. It's a small little craft, and it's uh, operated by this company that specifically does these tours where you can go down and see the Titanic. It's called, uh, what is this thing called? Oh, Ocean Gate Expeditions. Hmm. So it offers uh, passengers a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience to explore the Titanic wreckage. So you've seen the video probably, because I know you like the movie, of James Cameron down there with the the, the little submarine looking at the wreckage. I mean, you've seen what the wreckage looks like. that's like a big submarine? So here's how big it because, is. Because, you know, when I went on my honeymoon, they had those personal submarines. This is not a whole hell of a lot bigger. This is a diagram of the submarine from above. Okay. You can see and the people, people kind of crammed in there. Like three so I think people? they said there's five people in there on this, okay. on this one right now. So, um, and that's how many, I guess, are in that diagram, too. But there's a, an actual photograph from the inside that was taken, you know, a long time ago, I guess, probably promotional oh, man, stuff. Man, I can't. That's what they're in. I know, and somebody said it, like, the lack of air will just make you tired and pass out. So that's one yeah. thing, but the claustrophobia, when you know it's going to happen, good. I couldn't. 13,000 feet. That's how far down they have to go to find the Titanic. And if you open it up, I guess your head explodes? Yeah, you'd be crushed, I guess. You wouldn't be able to yeah, make it to the those, top. those deep divers. Have you ever seen that sport? I think it was even maybe on real sports where they jump off a boat, and I don't know how deep they go, but it's like trying to break the world record, and they go down, and, okay. and then they pull them back I've heard up, of people trying to break the record. Like, at a certain speed or else their head oh, will explode. So they don't get the bends or something? Yeah. That's, and I think their head could explode. I don't know if their head could explode. I think their head could explode. If I assume it can. Doing it on their own, I wonder how far they can get. I have seen something about trying to break the record for deepest uh, free dive or whatever right. they call it. But, I mean, 13,000 feet, you're a long way down there. And I, I guess they just lost contact with them. The Coast Guard's been looking for them, but there's visibility problems. A, a ticket for this thing is ah, there, Sorry. What? Oh, well, no. I mean, it's hard to imagine being able to dive deep enough on your own to get the bends coming back up, but I suppose it's possible. If you're a world record, I don't know how far down you have to go. Snowcone, weren't you a diver? Weren't you a scuba instructor at one point? Is that not you? I must be thinking of somebody else. I thought you had that flag on your car. Never been scuba diving. The scuba thing. Me neither. I don't really like the idea of being hooked up to the oxygen. I don't like the idea of the bends. I don't like not being able to breathe through my nose. You know, all that stuff. It's just... there. I go with Lazlo's thing on that, which is I'll watch it on TV. It'll look it'll look just as good on TV, I'm sure of it, and I won't have to be in that wetsuit mm-hmm. trying to breathe through my mouth and making sure mm-hmm. I don't get bubbles in my blood oh, coming boy. back up. Sorry. What? Uh, 
French divers hold the underwater exploration. They have and they have some sort of outfit, but they breathe carefully, formulated gas mi- mixtures. So this stuff that they, these people wouldn't have, and that record's one thousand seven hundred and fifty-two. Oh, so they're doing it with some sort of equipment. Yeah, there's a yeah to, to help them breathe. Gotcha. So that makes now sense. Now, U.S. Navy right. divers say they have surpassed that depth, uh, but details are classified. Okay. So, but still, even if they've surpassed it, they've gone, they haven't surpassed it by 11,000 feet. No, no, no. And they're still doing it with some sort of equipment uh, to b- help them breathe. Right. I thought, like, maybe these people were holding their breath and seeing how there far they could jump There is some of those, down. but that doesn't that's seem what to be I've even seen close before. to that. Yeah, that's what <clears> I think. I wouldn't th- that's why I was saying I didn't think you could go down far enough to get the bins. But maybe you could. I don't know anything about it. But these tickets, like, first of all, is this something that would interest well, anyone? Pancho said you were his scuba instructor that's I what i thought not, i thought I you were a scuba a, instructor where where would in, i be a in st john or something st thomas didn't you no you I talked you about living the there for a year a scuba instructor at the y they have them that's where he got I his license you, no i have no, or a certification never been scuba diving why'd you get certified then if you weren't gonna i never got certified the hell are you guys talking about i remember this whole thing about was it just a diver down van halen sticker on your car no. No, he had that Island. too, but he had that I did sticker, not have that. the white sticker with the red thing on it that says you're a diver. No, no a diver down. What the hell are you guys talking about? Okay, well, anyhow, wow. I guess we must be thinking of someone else, but it seems odd that there was another person that worked here that was a scuba instructor. And why did, you live, why did you live in the Caribbean? What were you doing down there? I wasn't in the... Why, why did you give out coupons to our listeners to teach them how to scuba dive for money? I never gave out coupons. I've never been scuba diving. Okay, ever. so when you lived never down there, what free diving? Did you just work down I've there? I've dived in a pool like a handful of times. Were you just a bartender down there? Or I've what? never lived down there. Okay, when you were down there for a year, what did you? That counts I've, as living. I've never been to the Caribbean. I've never been. Weird. So the anyway, hell are you guys talking about? I don't know. I don't understand why you're changing <laughs> your story now. It's so weird. If you were lying about that that whole time, you think that'd be something you'd remember? I never said I did. You'd remember like I told you I the story. I should, I, I should stick with this. You know? I'm just confused. I thought you did. I don't so know. Let's say Maybe I'm on, thinking of somebody else. Let's say you're on vacation and your kids wanted to do this. What? They wanted to get on one of these things and go check I out the Titanic. I would absolutely do it. Now I won't. Well, so the tickets were two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Oh, I absolutely so, would not right, do it. You wouldn't yeah, do it because like a of the British cost. Billionaire there is. There's a the billionaire show. on there. There's a couple of important people, which I'm guessing for two hundred fifty thousand dollars a ticket. It's just to go see probably. the Titanic. Yeah, right? you okay. go down there and you get to tour the. Wreckage. Can't they just send something else down there to bring it up? So that's the issue. I guess I, I saw the Coast Guard give me more updates this morning, talking about poor visibility. Sounds to me like what they're doing is trying to look for them floating at the top of the ocean somewhere in mm. this thing. I don't know if that's optimistic. Well, they if they're, back up, isn't there how would that be sonar or radar? Because on it? I thought maybe they were still trapped. Oh, like if the ship right. was okay. Yeah, if the submarine isn't was at the sonar top. Sonar or radar on them? That's what I don't understand. Why they can't reach these GPS? people? They're talking about exactly. I figured that there'd be some way to to reach it. I know they say they lost uh, radio, but yeah. isn't there some other way to figure out where the vessel is? You'd think even just a uh, Apple AirTag or something to figure out right, where in yeah. the ocean it is if it did pop up, right? right. I would think. But uh, so I don't know. And someone on Twitch probably knows the details a lot better. I saw this thing that broke it down for dummies like me that just gives you some of the basic facts about it. First of all, I told you it's not actually a submarine. Technically, it's called a submersible. It's named the Titan. And these tickets are really expensive. So people who get on these are typically pretty ex- uh, rich people. And one of the right. guys is a billionaire from the UK. Uh, it's 13,000 feet underwater. That's where the Titanic is. For this expedition, the crew of Newfoundland, Canada, on Saturday on a ship called there. the Polar Prince. You've been there before? In Newfoundland. Yeah. Is it nice? It looks nice on TV. And yeah, pictures. yeah, my dad took us on vacation one time. Okay. So and, I guess that's uh, where they it. It was from. like, a, you know, it's what you think. Like, it's a really kind of cool looking fishing town. Yeah. And I remember there being there for like two days and like, man, this is cool. And then like the third day, like, oh. You're ready to go? Cool fishing town. But, yeah. yeah. It looks cool. It's like well, my Maine, dad was a food salesman, so he had some sort of uh, deal. 
with uh, this is going to sound crazy, but you know the Gordon's Fishing Company mm-hmm. with the yellow slicker yeah. thing, oh, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, their boats were there. Oh, no kidding! So okay. they took us out on the boat and showed us how they did. It was basically. Uh, What's that TV show before that TV show? Uh, uh, de- deadly Dangerous. Yeah, de- dangerous Catch. Well, they wasn't yeah, very dangerous, dangerous, but they went out there and did all the same stuff. Brought yeah. in all the fish, and they gave us the yellow Gordon's slickers. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. I think I have some of that in my freezer Then, like, right the now. third day, you're like, hmm. It's kind of weird to think that they have, like, their own fishing boats. I right. just assumed that they were, you know, and they all right, wear, buying like, that stuff or that it wasn't even real fish. I don't right. know. And they all, well, you know, who knows? I guess those people work for Gordon's probably, yeah. or... They sell they their, their fish to Gordon, whatever, but they're all wearing Gordon's slickers. Yeah, they can have their own ships. I guess it makes yeah. sense. You're only allowed so much, and maybe they just send out their or own. Maybe they, yeah, and if it's Gordon's, maybe they just pay for crews of three or four of those ships, out. right? Yeah. Who knows? And catch what they need. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's where they set off from was Newfoundland. They say they started the dive inside the Titan early Sunday morning. What's today? Tuesday? And then they lost contact after 45 minutes. Now, here's the other thing. Uh so that's not very long. Something happens within 45 minutes. I don't know how long it's supposed to take down there, but uh, it, I heard that it's somewhere within a couple hours. More than an hour, uh, maybe around two hours is the, the average time for them to reach the uh, Titanic. But a I just. Two hour trip. I know. 13,000 feet. Wow. Just, you're thinking, like, all right, 13,000 feet is a long way down. But also, I would, yeah, I mean. Uh, whatever. What? I'm I'm learning all this as we go, so I'm just Me too. I've never thought of this. I've seen the James and, Cameron you know. thing. That's it. And was he even on that thing? off the top of my head. So. He was at Just one like, point. Man, it only takes us like three minutes to get to 13,000 feet in the air. Right. When you're on So in just my yeah. mind, I'm like, and I know it would take longer in water, but also I'm like. Know, actually. Like, I don't know how long like you could Two hours you could longer. That seems a lot. Like a lot. Right. I don't know how fast you can sink. And maybe it's just because of the, the bends and all that stuff, the health issues. I'm yeah, really not sure about go high in the air by yourself without a pressurized cabin and I know, stuff. So. I know, and they're able to do that, like you said, in a few minutes. Yeah, like so. we're at 13,000 feet. It's right before, you know, it's like within minutes. Yeah, that's a, that's a long time to be in that thing to get down there. But, I mean, I guess you're going to see a once-in-a-lifetime thing. You paid $250,000. The two hours is probably the least of your worries. It's not yeah, like it's Yeah, no, hours. I think it's cool. I just was like, wow, that seems like it takes a long time. And also then kind of puts in my mind, like, maybe we don't have sea exploration. Figured out? Figured out no, as much as we do air exploration, right? Like. Well, 45 minutes would be more my speed. Like, it takes 45 minutes to get down there. Okay, two hours down there, two hours to get back. I don't know how long you spend poking around down there, but four-plus hours inside that thing, uh, I'm too claustrophobic for that. No matter what you're going to show me, I'm too claustrophobic. So they lose contact within 45 minutes, but what I was reading earlier when I was looking at updates, which I guess this is probably from about a half an hour ago, but they said that they would have, uh, I think it said four hours of oxygen left right now. Let me see. They had 41 hours of oxygen originally. So I was, I was looking at something to see how much they would have right now, and I think it said that they would have a few hours left. 40 hours of oxygen when they left on, what time did they leave, did I say? Sunday? So, no, they would be running. I mean, we're getting, it's Somebody Tuesday, said they had right? 40 hours left. 40 hours left? Okay. I don't know if that's true or not. All right. Well, that would make more sense um, because I was thinking that it was more than four hours uh, originally, but then I just saw this thing that said four hours. So 40 hours would make more sense. But if you lost contact after 45 minutes – People who have read more about this or know more about underwater exploration, what do people think happened? I know they're not allowed to talk about it on the news because they got to be optimistic. We're looking for these people. The Coast Guard is saying we're sending out you know, crews. They're not going to sit there and say, well, what likely happened is that 45 minutes into the expedition, the thing burst and everyone died. Like, Is that what they think happened? Why do they think they lost contact with them? Is it just they think the radio went bad? Do they think well, the I people think passed out? I speculate on that. They do. 
I feel like they usually don't like you know they'll they're they're pretty careful for the families and stuff like that. They usually oh, say okay. we're we're looking, you know, we're, we're we're checking all these areas. I feel like a lot of times they don't tell us exactly what they think happened. And then as soon as the cameras are gone and the mics are off, they're like, these people are so... I guess. I, I don't know. I was just in my head thinking, like, they always say, like, oh, this kid's been gone for over 48 hours. We all know what that means. Yeah, but, like, even in plane crashes, like, we're out here looking for survivors. You're like, there's no survivors. <laughs> right. What are you talking about? So, uh... I think they may have imploded. Uh, okay, that's what I wondered. So you get down 45 minutes, however far that gets you. I guess maybe 5,000 feet? Something like that, uh, six thousand feet. Is that how far the they were? It was designed to float to the surface. If it implodes, that's what somebody said. I don't know. So I guess that's why they're looking for it. Maybe then they are implying that I was they thinking think the it same thing. Chad on our Twitch said, "Just Elon and the pedo guy go down there no and kidding. get that thing." Yeah, I'm sure he's probably said something about this or something about this by now, but I haven't looked. I don't think I even follow him. So it says Titan has only done a few expeditions before. The first was just two years ago. Last year there was one incident where communication broke down for a couple of hours. And then the Titan got lost, but they never fully lost contact like they did th- this time. So it's, you know, you could just hope that it's slightly worse than last time, but there could still be survivors. Yeah. 40 <laughs> hours gives you time because it's only two hours to the top. Right. If they so want to get them. I mean, if they down. can, you still got 38 hours to try to get them if, that, if those numbers are right. Well, and if they, I wonder if they make it to the top, if they float to the top and they were alive, at that point they could open the thing up, right? Open the top of it? Once they get to the top, I'm sure. Yeah, if it's designed to float. and maybe So maybe they could have been floating around the top of the ocean for the last, what, day and a half? Well, couldn't and they the open just get out? That's what I'm saying, but maybe the Coast Guard just hasn't seen or them yet. maybe they have. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Maybe they've got up there, and that's why the Coast Guard's saying we're looking for them. But right, if the visibility's been bad, and if visibility's bad, it's hard to find anything. They can't find a lot of times a jumbo Jesus jet. Jesus Christ, people keep telling us stuff. It's sealed shut from the outside, so they can't open it no oh, matter where they God. are. Okay, well, then just forget it. I'm definitely not getting on that thing. I wouldn't get on that thing and go into the bottom of a pool. If you can't open it from the inside, no, no thanks. If, if I, well, I guess it makes in. sense because they're probably like, if you're down there and you start to freak out, we don't want you to be able to open it. You can do that on an airplane, though. You can't really open up emergency door. I don't know. I mean, didn't it happen in like end. within the last year? Yeah. I thought somebody just someone, did it. Someone just tried to do it. But were they on the ground when they did it? Someone no, did think, do it on the ground. Yeah, it was just like a few weeks ago. I think it was like during takeoff. He tried to open it. They, they said there like was him. a door that came off uh, in Brazil yesterday or and day they had before, to land, but I think yeah, it fell off. And there was injuries, so he got it open, yeah. Okay. Do so, we know who's in it? Yeah, there's a, a list. Like I told you, there's this the billionaire, billionaire. Uh, British guy. His name's Harmish, or sorry, Hamish Harding. Why do I He's know He's one that of the name? five people. What, there's something about him. It says, um, I read what he did here. I've already forgotten. So his stepson has been tweeting thoughts and prayers for my dad. Let's see, Hamish Harding. Uh, did Why you read what he did, him? Snowcone? He's the chairman of global sales company Action Aviation. Are you thinking of that Australian DJ, Hamish? Ham- no. Hamish and Andy? No, that's no, I, I wasn't. I've heard the name Hamish. No, I wasn't. But I did think when I saw Hamish, like, that's pretty British. Uh, Australian ha- DJ, that's very popular. Hamish Aviation, or sorry, Action Aviation. And uh, there, then I also saw there was some guy on there that's. Uh, Oh, so I think he's a Pakistan. Oh, this is what he uh, he went with Buzz Aldrin to the North Pole. Okay, so this guy's uh, 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 that's when remember that North Buzz Aldrin was the oldest person to go there. He's like eighty six. Okay, then there's a, a prominent Pakistani businessman and his son. So that takes care of three of the people. I haven't read who the other two people are. I'm sure if I'd read that other article about who's on board, then I would know. But they started off with the the billionaire and the businessman and his son. 
It's it's not like I didn't see anything about anybody that we would know. No celebrities. Not like a billionaire that I'm familiar with, unless you guys are familiar well, with Well, you know, I mean, look, it's got to be horrible. But this guy, he and Victor Vescova dive to the deepest point of the Mariana Trench. The Challenger deep at 36,000 feet. He flew to space in the Blue Origin mm. NS-21. The same guy? Yeah, this guy likes to Little he likes the rush, right? Yeah. Like, it's worth it to him. I don't feel, I mean, I feel bad for him, but I'm guessing you know, if you're you know flying to space and going 36,000 feet, you know the risk. Yeah, the they guy with his it. son, though. The, guy, the other guy with his son down there. That I don't sucks. know how old his son is, but imagine your son starting to panic. And you're inside this thing. I showed you the diagram. You that guys sucks. are all sitting on your asses with your. Doesn't it looks like you sit on your ass with your feet out in front of you? So your legs are straight and your feet are out in front of you, and they kind of stagger the way you I've sit in the there. I don't know. Dude, here, look at this. I mean, this is this is pretty bad. Let me see if I can find that diagram. Well, that's this is a diagram. So the the two oh, people God. in the back are facing the oh, rear, I God. guess. But then these people, that's not good. Oh no! And the, right. No. And then this person has to have his legs curled up no. so that the other two can fit in the center there. I'm not really claustrophobic, but my God. I'm oh, severely the Pakistani, claustrophobic. Uh, businessman uh, owns Daewoo. What? Oh, really? Publicly listed investment and holding company headquartered in Pakistan. Really? I so I wonder if it's that same company that bought... No, that's Indian. Never mind. I think that's a different company. I didn't see what he did. It just said that he was prominent and that he's with his son. And then the Coast Guard said that yesterday was too foggy. There were five to six foot waves, 15 knot winds. I don't know really what any of that means. Five to six foot waves. I don't know. Is that a big wave? You go to the ocean and you're sitting there like in Southern California. Those, aren't those waves about five or six feet? If I had to guess, how tall is a wave that you see coming up that people are surfing on? I would say, I don't know, like five or six feet, feet? I 10 know. feet. I, I don't know. But they make it sound like poor visibility in five to six foot uh, waves. They make it sound like those are big waves. They so, are. I don't know. Okay, 15 knot winds. There's no way to know what that is. I don't think there's a converter or no. anything. It's probably metric. No. But it must be windy if they're talking about sure. poor visibility and having a tough time uh, finding these people. And let's see, was there anything else interesting on here? Oh, I did see that the controls, this thing is controlled like an Xbox controller. Yeah, and there's a video you can watch that. on YouTube. People have been saying that? Yeah, on our stream here. I saw something that uh, said there's a video on YouTube where you can watch them driving this thing, and they use, like a, it looks like an off-brand Xbox controller, I guess. Um, it says the situation was immediately urgent because by yesterday morning, they've been underwater for more than 24 hours. There's only 70 to, okay, 70 to 96 hours of air on board. So there you go. So they would have about 35, 40 hours left, right? Ugh. But there's also limited food and water. Well, that stands to reason. There's no space in there. I'm guessing when they go in this thing, even though they've got that much oxygen, they're probably not packing a bunch of extra food in case something happens. That thing's really small. Now, water, you would think, yeah, they keep some extra, but you'd have to start rationing that stuff immediately once you know there's a problem. Again, even if you're floating at the top, that would drive me nuts. If we're floating at the top of the ocean and we just can't get out of this thing and we're thirsty, we're hungry, or we're running out of air... It's right even, there. I mean, I don't know. Maybe all the panels work. Would you know you're floating at the top of the ocean? Well, I mean, they can see out the window, though, right? I don't know. Is there a window? Yeah, oh, there's I windows. Guess that's how they look at the... That's why they're staggered the way they're right. saying. There's windows on the side, and it looks like in the front. And that's how... Well, that would back too. Right? So you could, you, I think you could see if you were at the top of the ocean, you're just getting slammed around by these oh, waves. Thanks. And then suddenly they're like, we're running out of oxygen. we got about four hours left. And you're like, come on. Coast Guard, come find us. It says trips like these are super expensive. I told you that, 250000 a pop. Unfortunately, you're up against a lot when you're doing searches in this area. 
There are tough weather conditions that you can't do much about, and you can't really search for them at night. You can, but it's not so good. In this case, the depth, the lack of location data, which I don't understand right. that, and the fact that it's in a very remote area of the Atlantic Ocean. I wonder if once you get you know underwater at all, does GPS just not work? Satellites can't find you. You lose within 10 feet, 100 feet. Does well, it lose I'm guessing they had a plan satellite? for that. It just didn't work, so... Then it says one expert listed four possible causes, okay, for this communication breakdown. They could have had a total loss of power, a short circuit that could cause a fire. So you could have had a fire in there. You know, you've got that uh, oxygen in there, which would just burn up immediately. So, I mean, that would be horrible, but I guess it would be fast, I would assume, if you had a fire. Any amount of flooding would be disastrous down there. So that's yeah, the third thing. He says, or they could have gotten caught up in the Titanic's debris and actually be stuck in the Titanic wreckage and not able to get back up to the top. Just seems like they could have just went to that Titanic museum. I know, in, in Branson or in something, Branson right? and checked it out. They would have gotten a song and a dance and some food, <laughs> and at least gotten to see the front of what the Titanic looked sure. like. Not totally to scale, but it looks it must be pretty close. I it's thought it was big. it when I went there. Or watch it on TV. Watch James Cameron go down there. Yeah, there that you go. That thing's cool as hell. Exactly. It's got pickles in it and stuff. Yeah. Well, there's been a lot of news in the last couple of years, maybe three years even, well, tell about, me more about uh, it. Uh, airline passengers being unruly, right? All those videos of oh, people yeah. screaming and punching flight Nothing better than and... a guy who took a crap on the liquor cart. That's pretty good. Well, that was years ago. Nobody's still it's outdone him. No, I mean... Because this is some... just violence and screaming, punching, right? Yeah. Punching, but the actual standing on the cart and taking a poo-poo. Yeah, there's been a couple of incidents of uh, the, the pictures being shared on... Uh, Oh, what's that called on Apple? Airdrop, right? Where people are getting nude pictures. Oh, yeah. Or I mean, that's fun, yeah. but not like the crap. And then, no, no, no. And then there's been some violent outbursts that there's been plenty of video of, and people being taped to chairs, things like that. The guy trying to open the emergency door, that might have actually happened a few times in the last couple of years. I don't remember. There's been so many of them that are similar. And then you see like people where they're being escorted off the plane because it's, they haven't taken off yet, and they don't want to leave, and they start throwing right. a fit. It's a bigger problem, I would think, once you're up in the air, and now there's nothing you can do. You have to try and keep this person calm or at least segregated from everyone else, and you can't. So they tape them to chairs, and when everyone saw the passengers were taped to chairs, they are like, well, you, you can't do that, can you? It's like, well, what do you want them to do? They, right. they either need to hire someone to be on every flight, that, I guess that's officer, what they have to do. Or they have to build the plane so that there's like a little jail like they have on cruise ships, right? Like if you at get, the bottom of some football stadiums. Right. Exactly, where they take you and they lock you up. You're, we're putting you here. I, just, I mean, it's a crazy thing, but you need to have bouncers. Well, they have, I, and that's kind of what I think. You just have, what do they call the uh, the guy, the people on airplanes that... U.S. Marshals? The Marshals, right? So, yeah. and a lot of times they're undercover. I think is flying overseas, uniformed. I think they still have them. Why do they have to be uniforms? So that people know not to crap on the cart. Oh, well, if you knew, that one, was on every, if you knew that one was on every plane... Well, you wouldn't know, really. You'd be like, I think they're lying, so you just get mad. But if, they were, if you're like, I'm going to go crap on that liquor cart... And then there's, like, just a guy in a uniform sitting where a stewardess sits. You're like, okay, maybe not. Well, And, you know, it wouldn't be bad for, you know, just in case, you know, some sort of random act of terror happened. Yeah, exactly. Right, like, why are they always, I don't understand why they're undercover. I don't. I guess because they don't want the, the bad person to know where they are to be able to try and stop them. Hey, we're going to try and take this person out before we do everything else. So they don't want them to know who the air marshal is so that they can't say, hey, first got to take this guy out. And then we'll do the rest of it because we don't want this guy coming after us. Plane, so you, no, they're not you anymore. You walk in, you don't know if there's one there. Right. right. They should just have one sitting at the front. I could I, see that. I, and heard, a uniform. Like, I also get why they don't. I've heard that if you're flying overseas, they still have them. You should be but, able to take a guy, like sit him up front where the stewardess sits. 
Yeah, With a th- gun. If you get three guys that attack him at once. He's got a gun. They come up behind him. Yeah. A gun. Not yeah. all of our cops are uh, undercover. No, but we do have some. And I get mm-hmm. I get why they do it on the airplane. I don't. I, mean, I just think it'd be more of a deterrent to have the uniform than it would to not have saying. it. You'd have to have a thing that says this I don't ever get on a plane and say, I wonder flight. which one of these guys is a cop. Right. And I'm guessing a lot of people who cause problems don't. But if there was an actual cop there. But if you get on and don't see him, and you know he's not there, then you know you can... Well, right. right. If you think he's not there. there all the yes. time, oh, they yes. see him on every flight. Yes. Every flight every should be uh, armed. Okay, because ah. they're never on these flights that we see. The right. flights that we see video of, it's because there's no one there to help these yeah, flights. Just put an armed yeah. cop so at the front of everyone. There's no cuffs. That's too many flights. They're duct taping them. Well, I, I just, I understand that they want to save as much Couldn't space. They, they got to sell every again? ticket. But to me, it just makes sense. If you've got this many issues, then put someone on there who's some sort of security guard, cop, whatever, to. Keep an eye on this. Who has flex cuffs or whatever, so you're not taping people to chairs and has right, some. You're not asking stewardesses right, to do it. Some sort of plan in like place. Like it doesn't make any sense. Well, and yeah, there's a lot of flights, but I mean, they make a lot of money. They pay stewardesses to be on. They have a lot of pilots. Right. This seems they like something you need. Seat. Like here, this is part of the cost of doing business. Right, put them in a jump Is to make sure care. that everybody's safe and protected, and you don't have to tape them down. With uh, duct tape. Yeah, one seat. You're giving up one coach seat. And, and I don't even have the coach. You put it up front where the stewardess is. Put right. in another jump seat. Yeah, because you don't want them undercover anyway. So no. you can just put them anywhere. Well, so now USA Today put out this big thing. They're like, they're like, we've got the answer. We've talked to psychologists. We've talked to experts. We've got the answer. How to help with all these problems on flights. And I thought, well, it's going to, of course, be cops or something, right? They're going to put an air marshal on there. No, Xanax. That, that's not it. No, not Xanax. Now, it's not to say that they're... Specifically saying those things wouldn't help. They're just saying they have a, an idea that airlines could easily implement and that would benefit everybody and would reduce the number of incidents on flights. And that is a dress code. They say it's time for airlines to have a dress code. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, people used to get dressed up to go on flights. They were expensive. It was a big deal. Yeah. And now, of course, especially when you see the, uh, the terminal with the Americans, it's a lot of sweatpants, shorts, flip-flops, yeah. whatever. Now, they do have... Dress codes. USA well, we know why that don't. is. It's because you've packed us all in there. You exactly. can't sit in those seats comfortably in a sport coat. Right. You're going to wear a three-piece suit in the in the middle seat of coach. Right. You're not even going to fit, right? You want to take that jacket you off. Can't you can't hang your jacket, so you've got to put stuck. it up, up top, and then somebody else throws a briefcase on top of it. Like, yeah. I travel with a sport coat and a T-shirt all the time, and you almost have to keep it on because it's just going to get crammed into that over top compartment because everybody's trying you charge them a hundred dollars for a suitcase so they're all trying to bring on the biggest piece of luggage they right, can of course and that and then everything just fit. getting crammed into there like none of the carry-on fits that's always an issue right. i mean i do agree with them if you wanted to make it a little less unruly raise the ticket prices take out some of those seats and make it you know like a big deal to fly but well, you're cramming saying- everybody in there like sardines so they're wearing cutoff shorts and they're getting pissed and they, we says, talked about it. It's hard. It sucks. And they're saying you, we're not talking suits necessarily. Uh, it wouldn't be that you have to dress formal. They're just saying that they should have a minimum standard. And if you're thinking, well, they do because people get kicked off flights, they, they say that doesn't count the same as a dress code because all most airlines have is some sort of rule that's buried deep within a, a ticket contract that says you have to wear shoes. You know, right, when you get yeah. on, if you come on barefoot, we can kick off. Or if you wear something that's patently offensive. Right, yeah. Which, depending on the airline, could be different things. We've seen mm-hmm. lots of debates about whether or not, was this shirt offensive? She was showing cleavage. Or was this shirt offensive? She was showing right. her midriff. It's a lot of times women who get kicked off those flights for wearing those clothes, and they say that it's, you know, sexist. But, so this article says, no, you just need some sort of minimum standard 
for a dress code. And they say that psychologists agree that if you have a dress code, people, there's data apparently to back this up, people, not always, but generally, tend to behave less badly when they are dressed up a little bit. Sure. There's an expectation, and you know, I don't know exactly what causes it. I'm no psychologist, but as soon as they said, make people dress up a little bit, have a minimum dress code, I thought, yeah, that would probably work. And I don't know why, but I just thought, yeah, if people dress a little better, but I'm with you. It's not it's just that, go with the other You're going to have to give one of those rows up and give everyone a few more inches. Yeah, and give them space and time and not and give them selected seats, not... Run Get in line in A and try to that. fight for everything. I like, hate that. Really make it an experience. And, you know, it's not making someone on Twitch said make flying unaccessible for everybody. No, but you also don't need to make it like you've turned it into the bus. It's bad. It's bad. Like if, And now you're People stuck in this thing. You can't get out. And you fight from the moment, the moment you get to the, the airport gate. in yeah. your car. Yeah. It's all you're, you're right. looking for parking and there is no parking, right? Waiting and, for a shuttle. Right. And people are jumping on that thing like you know, and, and I'm saying if you need to charge a little bit more to make that less to stressful. To make it like less stressful and nice and okay. And that, that may mean that I can't fly as much as I used to. Or okay. that, or that the government subsidizes these airlines in a different way. Instead of just subsidizing them when they're saying, Oh, we didn't make enough money. And, you know, we're in trouble. And you say, okay, we'll bail you out. How about instead you say, hey, you know what? We're going to subsidize a little bit more and we'll get, because of that, a little bit of a say in what you can and can't do. You're going to have to give people this much leg room. Yeah. You're going to have to do this. Because the, the biggest problem has to be exactly what you're talking about. I mean, it is everything. It is the moment you par- park the car. Right. But as soon as you get on that airplane, you are so crammed into that and thing. And you started no space, the hustle the whole stressful. time. Like, it's yes. stressful. And now you've got and your seat. But it's not like there's any less stress now that you've sat down. Because now you've right. sat down and you can't reach down to touch your shoes. You can't put anything on the ground in front of you because you can't reach to get it. It's too stressful. But they don't talk about that in this. They just say that it, you should dress up. They say, here's the immediate appeal of a dress code. There's been a sharp decline in manners on board flights. We know yep. that. The number of unruly passenger incidents shot up worldwide by 37% in 2022 from the year prior, according to a new report from the International Air Transport uh, Association. The organization reported one unruly incident for every 568 flights, when in 2021 it was one per every 835. Okay. Passengers and some psychologists really believe that if people dress up before their flight, they'd be more respectful and less likely to lash out. Quote, when people dress better, they tend to behave better. That's uh, Thomas Plant, a psych- psychology professor at Santa I like Cruz everything he's saying. What I don't like about it is that he's putting all of it on the passengers. And it's I, I not agree. on the passengers. I agree. It's, it's on the plane, too. Yep. And it's on the companies just trying to make as much money as they can by cramming people in there. Like, it's, it's, it's horrifying. I used to fly all the time. And I, I, mean, I don't know that the seating arrangement has changed. I mean, it, it's certainly changed since I was a kid. But it certainly hasn't changed much in the last, what, 15 years? Yeah, it's hard to tell. Right? But it does seem the like experience it's has gotten a lot worse. Whatever that is, it has gotten a lot worse. I used to fly all the time. Now I'm like, screw it, I'll just drive. Yeah. Like if, I, if it's 12 hours or less, I'll drive. Well, and it does seem like when you get in that seat now, in that middle coach seat, it does feel like it's somehow even smaller than it, it was 15 years ago. It feels like it is, but like, maybe I'm, And then you, know, you read that some of these air planes have added a row, another row of seats yeah, in the last however it. many years. So I don't know. It also depends on how long your flight is because that could dictate what type of plane you get. So some of those planes, especially those little regional flights that they do, uh, 
you know, those can be really small planes that can make a difference. But I think even if we're just talking about air, you know, same airplane, if you compared them to 20 years ago, if it feels like they've added another row or two, I'm sure we could easily look that up to see how many people they're fitting on a 747 now compared to what it used to be. But it does feel like they just keep finding ways to cram you on there. And there's fewer uh, amenities, right? It used to be you could get a meal flying, you know, a three hour flight or if it was during lunchtime. Now it's like the only time they offer meals is I. When I fly out of the country, sometimes you get offered a meal. And I'm sure that if you fly from New York to L.A., you, you might still be offered a meal. But, I mean, we flew to Seattle all the time, and there was no meals, no, right? I mean, I would say 99% of the flights I've been on, there's no, there's no food offered, right? They come around, and you'll get, get the drink. You can get coffee or right. pop or whatever, and you can sometimes order booze. But there's just – the amenities have definitely decreased, certainly since the – Maybe that's been a while, but at least the it 90s. Like it has for sure. Yeah. I feel like in the 80s and 90s, they were still doing the meals. And that stuff was built into the oh, ticket. Yeah. And I understand, too, that things have gotten more expensive. Fuel is more expensive. All this stuff. But so that's what I'm saying. You can still charge more. Right. I get what people on Twitter are saying, which is it's nice to allow, you know, to make flying somewhat affordable for yeah but now that we've done it we realize it doesn't work because people are just punching each other and taking craps on carts right like it doesn't work it's gonna have to be a little bit more expensive they have parts of the contract here like american airlines has a section of its conditions of carriage that require passengers to behave appropriately and respectfully and dress appropriately which that they said means no bare feet or offensive clothing that's what Mm -hmm. dress appropriately means Delta Contracts of Carriage says it won't transport passenger whose conduct, attire, hygiene, or odor creates an unreasonable risk of offense or annoyance to other passengers. Also, no bare feet. Could you imagine telling a flight attendant, like, this person next to me stinks? It's just not going to happen. You're just going to be flying with the stink. Even you. I don't mm. think you'd tell on. You're not going to tell on someone for being stinky. And there's no one checking them. I guess the flight attendants are standing there when you get on the plane, kind of saying hi to you. Maybe they give a quick whiff, and if somebody really stinks, they would say, excuse me, sir. Southwest Airline Contracts does not allow anyone on the plane who wears clothes that are lewd, obscene, or patently offensive. Bare feet also not allowed unless you are five years old or under and, or have a disability. The five United, years seems old. That have no, I'm not a parent, but they have no shoes. I feel like yeah. five-year-olds wear shoes, don't they? Yeah, they're not they're running around barefoot. Yeah. I don't remember running Why around barefoot in kindergarten. Shoes on? And then uh, United, it says, no, you can't be barefoot. You must be properly clothed. And you can't have anyone whose uh, clothing is lewd, obscene, or offensive, which is apparently what that means. But they're saying just make it a minimum, which would be like if your work has a business casual dress code. Yeah. Sounds to me like that's what they're saying. Business casual, which would mean... I say Hawaiian shirts. No Everybody's got to wear Hawaiian shirts. Even, I think just a uniform like that, like a dress code where you say we're all, you have to wear something tropical on this flight. Right. You to, you no know, matter, depending on where you're maybe, going. Yeah, maybe that would help people out. I don't know. Business casual sounds... I mean, look, business casual will be way above what you see most people dressed uh, on airplanes right now. But I don't know. I guess that would mean you can't wear jeans. You'd have to wear khakis. Could you wear jeans and a sport coat? I don't know. Can you wear jeans and a sport coat to work if it's business casual? I think so. I thought most places say, you know, they have like jeans on Friday. It's Friday. You can wear Mm. jeans. But we've never really had to dress up for work. Mm -hmm. I had to wear khakis, I think, at uh, Walmart. But that was it. So I can't – I've never really worked in an office setting where you – I don't know that I've ever really worked in an office setting. But I think business casual means Might no be a jeans. The jeans thing's going to be an issue. We're going to have you to You know go me. Get... I have like 30 sport coats. I just put them on with a T-shirt and jeans. When anybody, whenever I got to get dressed up. Or not. I've got Boom. chinos. I've got khaki-colored chinos I do that too, I guess but... you could wear. And if you don't have any, which I didn't when I worked at Walmart, you can just go to Walmart and buy a pair of Faded Glory yeah. 
just those will be your airplane pants, right? And then for women, I assume that it's dresses and uh, uh, suits and whatever else. I don't know exactly what business casual is for men, so I certainly don't know what it is for women. But, I mean, not being able to wear jeans sounds like kind of a pain in the ass. I don't but, wear jeans on a plane anyway. I try not to. What do you wear, shorts? Just because it's uncomfortable. I never because of how close we are. Or yeah. What? So what? Do you wear shorts? Uh, you know, I wear like those I would like track pants. Oh, you know those okay. ones I wear, so like those green wear... ones, whatever. They kind of look like they depending on what shoes you wear, they look like they could be regular pants, but they're so like what a lot of people wear. Lighter. It's, I'm sure some people call them sweatpants, but they're actually track pants. You know, when they see it, they go, Oh, that guy's wearing sweatpants. It's like, no, they're track pants. But right. it's that very, very, very casual. It's what they're talking right. about in this, what people are wearing now. They're trying to be comfortable. And I'm with you. What they don't Athlete address in this here. is that you're trying to be comfortable because like you're a so khaki uncomfortable. Color. They look like khaki pants. You know what I'm That's saying? That's fine. Right. But the reason everyone's trying to be comfortable, I'm with you, is because it's so uncomfortable. Everything right. else about it is so uncomfortable. you got to take your shoes off to go through the TSA. You want me to put on some sort of dress shoes? Yeah. That I- and then, you know, it's not standard anyway, so that just makes people get angry anyways. Because you're like, you fly, you know, from wherever to Orlando, and going there, they make you go through all this stuff and take off your shoes and your belt and everything else. And you're flying back from Orlando, you start to take your stuff off. They're like, nah, you're good. Yeah. You're like, well, why? Exactly. It's all just, just makes you angry. Theater. Of course. Well, and if it happens to be the other way, now you're going back like, hey, we need you to take off your shoes. Like, I didn't take them off in any other stop. Why here? Yeah. And I haven't left. What are we doing? Right. It all sucks. Right. So you can have us dress up, but if we're going to dress up, you have to do something for us. And that is give us a little more space. Figure out, I don't know how to fix the TSA thing, taking the shoes right. off and all that. I don't know. That's a whole other argument. Yeah, give us some space. Just give I'm people good with some that. space. Yes. You know. Make the drinks, uh, and not liquor or, or alcohol, it's but make, offer some snacks. Right, and some, a you know, miniature a, bag of peanuts. A, you know, and when you give people a Coke, give them the can. Yes. Why Don't is pour it? out a little bit, right? right. Like, and when I ask for it, they give it to me. Yeah. It's so Just weird. Just give it to them. Just give me the can. It's 12 ounces. I right. mean, everything on this flight now feels so rationed and scarce, right. that, including space. Yeah. It's just stressful. Right. So I'll, I, it's a deal. If you give us more space and... Uh, you know, and better, those things, a little right. better service, better experience. I will dress up. Yeah, of course. I will. I will wear khakis and if I'll I have pitch to. in. Yes, like if you're going to do you all that, if it's like, hey, everything costs an extra fifty bucks. Okay, I'm not saying people are saying more. make it unavailable, like five hundred bucks more, but no. fifty bucks more, seventy five bucks more. There you go. That should cover those lost roads. Of course, with right? all the planes all the people we have, on there, like, all the come people on. on that flight. There's three hundred goddamn yeah. people on there. If one airline did it and said, you know what, we're taking out. Four rows. I know. That's, you know, what? 12 seats. Depending on, yeah, depending right? on. Uh, and let's just say the average plane ticket costs 200 bucks, right? So that's, I don't know what it is, 2,400 bucks, right? And that means we need to make up 2,400 bucks on 40 passengers. I'll gladly pay the right. difference. Right. So we're going to have you all pay an extra 30 bucks per flame flight. I guarantee that, you that airline would sell out. That first. airline would sell out fast. Yes, absolutely. like I say, everything's over thirty bucks, but four of the rows have been taken out. Yep, done. I'm in. Yeah. Somehow, uh, you know, Southwest is re- is really popular. And look, I understand wanting cheap tickets, but to me, the idea and you mentioned it, Lazo, of 
you got to log in 24 hours before your flight, right? Right. But you can't you can't check in too early. You got to do it this time. So whenever we were on vacation, my ex would always be like, "Oh, real quick, I got to get to the internet because I got to check in because right. we got to be in the first group of people." Right. Why? Just put me in the last group and I'll get on the plane last. I don't right. care. The less time I spend inside right. that thing, the better. But instead, but people instead are fighting when you groups. get out, then you got to go sit in the middle somewhere because everybody's fighting in that first group. Right. So. But so is it worth it? I don't know. I guess it depends on how long your flight is. I decided it wasn't. Right. And they've made it ridiculous in the sense of flying first class. Like, I still try to do it, but now they're like, look, it's so horrible back there. It used to be a couple hundred bucks or 300 bucks for first class. Now they're like, hmm, that could be $700 more for you. You're like, are you kidding me? They would sell it to you for like 90 bucks more a lot of times. A lot of times. And now it's. Remember, we would fly together. I'd be like, Mm -hmm. just ask them, man. And I'd be like, well, 100 bucks. I'm like, it's worth it. Let's go. We're flying all the way to Seattle, right? I've done it for like Seattle, right? Yeah. But now when I look, I've looked. When I book tickets, I've just looked to see what's going When you book them, they're ridiculous. Going. And you can book, this is like months in advance. I'm like, wow. Yeah. $3,000? Mm-hmm. Yeah. God. What's going on? We're getting ready to doom scroll. All right, uh, good. Now that Bud Light's been dethroned, who do conservatives have in their crosshairs next? Snow cone. Nope. They hate them. Not snow cone. Not snow cone. Snow girl. He's trans. Nope. <laughs> Although that probably would be Depends enough. Depends on the day. He comes in, he's like, call me snow girl. Right. I'm like, okay. Those are those I'm guys. just saying, Kid Rock's not happy with that. No, probably not. But we'll boycott this show because of you. You're not big enough. Put your face on a shirt, too. Yeah, we could do that. We did, didn't we? Yeah, I think that's already been done. Yeah, yeah. see? Yeah. So now. Already no, that was the issue. Okay. They're going to hate it. Got yeah. They're going to hate it. Well, they've got probably someone else. at you with machine guns. Yeah. Bring it on! <laughs> they're mad at Kellogg's. Why, Why are they mad at Kellogg's? Same the reason they were mad at Bud Light. has a rainbow beak. Nope. <laughs> That's honestly That's a good. really good guess, though. Yeah, at this fair, point, it would not surprise that me. That would right? not be surprising. Nope. If they said, you know what, F this. They're clearly trying to hide some sort of pride logo in their cereal boxes and brainwash our kids. No, uh, again, this involves Dylan Mulvaney, the same girl Jesus, involved in the... Like her. Hey, well, here, I'll read you a part of a tweet. This is a line from some guy named Joey Manorino. And the end of his tweet says, that's always been my line. You associate with Dylan, you're done with me. That's what he says. You're done with me. Jesus. So I, are, they, are they boycotting trans or just boycotting Dylan? I don't really understand. But, and also, did this company intentionally try to align themselves with Dylan Mulvaney after everything that happened with Bud Light? You'd think companies would be scared to do that, right? Because Bud Light sales are down 20%, according to the thing I'm reading uh, yeah. from today. So yeah. you would think the companies would say, no, we're scared to do that. It didn't work out for Bud Light. Uh, these, yeah. these uh, you know, right wingers, they're 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 serious about cancel culture, man. They will cancel you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not clear. One article I read made it sound like they were knowingly working with this company was going to talk to Dylan, and they knew that they were going to be seen with her, and that they were going to ward her with something, but. I'm not totally clear on that. They did certainly get photos together, and I'll explain that okay. coming up, and you can decide whether you want to boycott this company or not. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. 
You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, why not? It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo, doom scroll, you good-looking son of a bitch. All right. How old are you now? Like seventy? Forty-one. Jesus Christ, you're old as hell. Yep. Conservatives, I got a year to go. Conservatives are now boycotting Kellogg's until what? Until I die. Forty-two, I think, is when I go. Why? I don't know. Just always thought forty-two. When I was a teenager, my uh, friend said that her uncle died of a heart attack at forty-two. I was like, that's old. So now you feel like you've jinxed yourself? Yeah, I jinxed myself because I realized... You're not going to die in 42. Suddenly just died. Well, I could. You're I mean, not going to. Wouldn't be so crazy. It'd be like, It'd ah, be pretty crazy for you to die crazy, in 42. But not, not, it's not crazy. 42 like is crazy. Eh, is it? I mean... Yeah, I think anything under 60 is like, Jesus, what happened? That's horrible. It's a different kind of crazy, though, than a 25 60 to 65 is like, whoa, that's early. And then anything over 65 is just like, well, they weren't getting up there. I feel. I guess teens and twenties are the same level of whoa, crazy. Sixty-five to seventy is like it's still sad, and then anything over seventy is like, yeah, you know, that's what happens. Yep. Right. It gets us all. Anything eventually. forty to fifty is Jesus Christ. Uh, fifty to sixty is still like whoa, what the hell? Sixty to sixty-five is like that's way too young. Sixty-five to seventy is like damn, that's too young, and then anything over seventy is like yeah, that sucks. I'm gonna look it up. We'll see. But first. Got to talk about uh, Kellogg's. Kellogg's being boycotted by mm-hmm. conservatives. Anyway, yeah, they say that you'll live on in infamy because your number will get retired by all football leagues where you roll the ball to the wide receiver. Yeah, okay. It's called a fumble, guys. Scored six touchdowns that day. Well, more than a fumble. Low. You did it on purpose. No, I dropped the ball. You've never seen a quarterback get a bad snap and drop the ball? You've never well, seen that's, that? You're, you're, that's what happened. You were on the move, and you I rolled it out. To the I dropped the ball. Yeah, it happened to roll ball. in the right direction, you can't, luckily. You can't do that. But I dropped the ball. Conservatives are boycotting Kellogg's because at the Tony Awards, Dylan Mulvaney, the same trans girl who was uh, part of this Bud Light campaign who got the commemorative can, and she posted about it on her TikTok, and conservatives decided to shoot at cans and throw all their Bud Light away and, and apparently decrease Bud Light sales by 20% to dethrone them, and now... Uh, what is it? What's number one? Uh, Modelo. Modelo is now the number one selling beer in America. Uh, now they're saying it's time for Kellogg's because Dylan Mulvaney was at the Tony. She gets onto the red carpet. Here comes Tony the Tiger, the Tony the Tiger. He runs up behind her, kind of startles her a bit, and then he grabs her. They do some photos together, and then he escorts her along the, it says, here's now they hate Tony the Tiger for that because carpet. he was nice to someone? Yeah, <laughs> and he took pictures Christ. with her. And, and uh, he didn't hate- even drink Bud Light or say he's trans. He was just nice to someone. Hung out. A mascot. Hung like out a thing that's not even real. And I, these people hate cancel culture, right? I know. That's I know. They hate I, cancel culture. I can't totally figure out 
what, what this was all about other than this photo op and then the two of them walking down the carpet together. I saw that plenty of places. I went to a more conservative-leaning uh, news outlet, or I'd say much more conservative-leaning, and they've got a bunch, you know, they got the pictures and they're talking about uh, the boycott and showing some people's tweets. But then it says here, there's a quote, Tony is thrilled to celebrate all the amazing talent and present them with a new Tony moment after the curtain falls. This is Kellogg's senior director of mm-hmm. brand marketing, Laura Newman, told Fansighted. Newman explained that the mascot would present gold bowls featuring frosted flakes. Gold bowls? Bowls, like cereal mm-hmm. bowls. Filled with Frosted Flakes. Mulvaney shared on Instagram that the trip to the Tony Awards was in coordination with Meta, which is Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. The influencer was seen sporting a new blonde hairstyle and wearing a black sparkly dress oh, man, designed gonna, by Christian wait, Soriano. Are Facebook. conservatives going to ban Facebook? Facebook? Because if they do that, you could go back there again. Yeah, they're going to boycott it. That would are be they amazing. really talking about it? I don't know. They're not. I mean, that they're would talk, be so awesome. I feel like they're... Like, they can't do it. That part, of like, course. We can't do that. They can't do that. How else are they going to spend their free time? Right. Or all their so time. So Meta can do whatever it wants. Right. You think, you, there's oh, no way. If if Zuckerberg started posing with Dylan Mulvaney we and should made start her it. face. We should start it and try and you know, get conservatives to catch on. What? Mm. You know start what I mean? a boycott? Or yeah, why don't we just tell everyone to make their profile picture a picture of Dylan Mulvaney? Okay. And then see, you know, maybe uh, I don't think Zuckerberg's going to want them to uh, boycott, though. Because and them trying to... Boycott defi- would be so fun. Definitely going to hurt his bottom line. Well, they could start, you know, truth book, truth book, truth book yeah. facial, truth or what's it called? Truth book social. <laughs> truth book social. I was like, truth I know there's another facial. word there, and it's Jesus not facial. Christ. Social. So, yeah, they're mad about this. Now, this uh, audio here is from the Washington Examiner, I believe. Conservatives are calling for another boycott, this time against Kellogg's. This comes after Tony the Tiger was seen posing with Dylan Mulvaney at the Tony Awards. The Kellogg's Frosted Flakes cereal mascot appeared to surprise Mulvaney. Tony the Tiger then escorted Mulvaney, a biological man who identifies as a woman, along the Tony Awards magenta carpet as they posed for photos together, raising questions across social media about whether a new brand partnership was in the works. Yeah, so I'm still not clear in Snowcone. I'm going to need you to look this up. Did they give Dylan a golden bowl of Frosted Flakes? Or are they just trying to I confuse want a me in this article? Me too. That would be awesome. I mean... I eat cereal every single night. I don't eat a ton of Frosted Flakes. I'm sure I eat plenty of Kellogg's I like cereal. Flakes. Plenty of Kellogg's cereal. I eat Frosted Mini Wheats. That's Frosted Kellogg's, right? Uh, I eat, uh, I don't know what all those Kellogg's, but I'm sure I eat plenty of Kellogg's stuff. So, you know, what do you need us to do? You need us to make a change in the world? We've already done that. You need us to make the world a better yeah, place to live? True. Still doing it. Been doing it for 20 plus years right. now. So just give us the golden cereal. You're going to need our help now, it sounds like, now that you're in the conservative crosshairs here. Yeah. So frosted. And we know flakes, what that's um, like. We've been doing it for years. Yep. We've both People have boycotted the show for anything decades. Yep. Anything you can think of. You know what I always say? I don't care. Yep. <laughs> we had <laughs> ratings before you left. Yep. We still have them now. Ratings now. Whoops, sorry. Yep. I said that. That's twice. okay. Sorry, Snow Cone. Okay, I got it. It I just came if... out of my mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if you can say what I said either. I what didn't mean to say? say it though. Instead of social. Oh, you can say facial. Yeah, like at the spa. Yeah. I think you can say that. So anyway, does somebody know? Can you tell us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Church of Lazo, did Kellogg's give Dylan this thing? Are they are conservatives mad ab- about Seems like that makes me mad. You know, Dylan? that just came out of my mouth because it feels like you should be able to say it. Of course it does. I mean, you can say bastard and it's goddamn and right. bitch, but I can't say SC rating. It seems like we should be there. Like that, isn't, like that isn't even bad. That's not offending the community as a whole. No, There's no, everyone way. says it. Uh, Biden is meeting with experts on AI 
in San Francisco. He's trying to have it take over his brain? Well, maybe. That could be part of it. Like, hey, can you fix this? Uh, but, but I don't honestly know uh, who these people are. I just know that they are somewhat critical. These are not like big AI fanboys. You say, I, AI is going to save the world. It's going to be great. We don't need any rules. These are the skeptics, the people who are warning us about the dangers of AI. Some of these people that have left other companies and said, I'm now going to go join these organizations yeah. that are trying to I'm educate to people AI. about AI. Make sure there's some rules in place. AI. Snow cone? Yeah, man. Let's do it. We don't, we're dumb. Yeah. We don't need computers being smarter than us. We don't. Like, I get why smart people are like, oh, look, I, it helps me write programming for my computer. Well, whatever, smart guy. Yeah, I don't need I'm that. dumb. I all like it's going to do is take my job. All it's going to do is make me look dumber. It's going to take everybody's job. 80% of all jobs I read mm. could be lost to AI. Mm. Called current jobs, you know. So we're all going to have to learn, I guess, that how to fix good, AI. That would be good, if we didn't have to work. It would be awesome if AI could figure out how to keep us all fed and, and money right. in our pockets. Like, What's the new system, AI? You got to figure this out for us. That would be great. Is it like a Wally scenario, or sitting on little chairs oh, that roll around? Man. Or could you imagine? What are we doing? They made that figure look like out. it was horrible, and I was like, they're on like a cruise spaceship. It looks awesome. <laughs> yeah, everything was it just being awesome. given to like, them. Look at how they just eat and swim. I'm like, yeah, yeah they're I, not working. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, they got. Fat. Could you I'm imagine? Like, I'm like this. They're all living United like kings and States queens. Propaganda. The only way you can get fulfillment is through work. Right. They've yeah, just been telling harder. us that since we were born. So stupid. Right, I'd like to retire. It's not well, going to happen. It's such a dumb thing that we've just been force-fed, and now we believe it. If AI could figure it out. You know, I only get fulfillment by going into work and working hard and putting in a good day's work and making other people an assload of money. Like, you, that's it? That's right. really it? I understand being getting some sort of fulfillment from making there money to support your family, do. but I'd rather just make that Art money for the or AI. whatever you want to do. That's what we don't. We just say we get fulfillment from work, hard work. Yeah, if people want to do art, they can do that. I'll watch it. I'll read it. I'll look at yeah. it. But I just want to sit. I'll consume it. And AI can figure out how to keep me paid, how to pay my mortgage or keep the banks happy or whatever. I without think he does guy get a face social, a facial social. No, it's called uh, face, truth, book. truth Book Facial. Facial. Yes. <laughs> That's the name of my new company. Oh, sorry, I forgot about Biden. San Francisco today, President Biden is meeting with industry leaders and experts to get their thoughts on the opportunities and risks of AI. Hey. While on Capitol Hill, there's a bipartisan bill that's being introduced to establish a commission on artificial intelligence. The question is, oh. is it too little, too late? Too little, too late. Hey, bipartisan commission to talk about mm. AI. So that sounds good. Biden will meet with people who are against AI, and then you'll have a okay, couple like congressmen or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I like that. They'll uh, yeah, let's talk do it. about AI. They're not saying anything about doing anything. They're just going to... No, I mean, you got to explore it first. Yeah, they talk about it. Yeah, you know. They should ask AI what it thinks. Talk to the experts. Got to get all the people in Congress, those young people in Congress, those tech-savvy people mm -hmm. together to figure out how we're going to tackle this issue. And then, you know, who are we going to listen to? Because there are people who say it's savvy. good. Very tech-savvy. Right. Well, that's why I think they probably sent Biden Leading first. Experts. Like, hey, you know, the, the, one thing, the one thing San Francisco is missing is you. And we got a lot of smart tech That's people there. We need Biden there the most to really understand guy, this, right. yeah, and to figure out what this means for the future. And he hasn't had time to maybe read up on AI, right? But because uh, he's busy, you know. But uh, studying tech. Well, we'll cut a little time out here, and you guys can tell him. Just tell him fast, because they'll retain it. Don't worry. I do about like it. the idea of that. Yeah. <laughs> what? The idea Biden of Biden being in charge, making sure it's okay. Him deciding what to do with AI, yeah, and what the future of AI should be. Yeah, like we're gonna make you got. A week to come up with some rules. Just come up with the rules of what AI should be, or I guess even a year. You can have the rest of your presidency. Figure out what you need to do or what we need to do with AI and what rules we need to make, what laws we need to write. 
so that we'll all be safe. And we'll get the most out of AI while not being hurt by AI. And we'll just leave it up to him. No, I think you can do it. Get, yeah. uh, you know, Maybe Diane Feinstein. Sanchez, right, right, Feinstein? Yeah. Feinstein would be good. Yeah, yeah get Ricard, good. Sanchez Ricardo or whatever her name is. Get her to help. She's like young. Feinstein. She uses Twitter. Mitch McConnell. Mitch very, McConnell. I like that. Savvy. The dream team, Biden, McConnell, and Feinstein the, would be good. The young Texas. Just get people. the three of them together, right. and they can make the rules for the future. And then we might really get to live in that Wally world, right? Yeah. I mm-hmm. believe they just want what's best for us. Trump has now offered a new excuse as to why he did not give back those documents when he was asked. Mm-hmm. You know, originally he said that they were classified, they were? he declassified them, and then later, oh, there might be some audio of you saying that you know that they're classified and you're not supposed to have them. So he was being interviewed by that Fox News guy. I can't think of his name. You'd know him if you saw him. You mm-hmm. might even know his name. But uh, he's interviewing him, asking, why didn't you give it back? You know, in the indictment, it says that they asked you for this stuff back, and you uh, were, like, texting your, your valet, telling him to move boxes around and stuff. And Trump's like, look, I just had to go through it first. I'm not going to give him all of my stuff. I need some time to go through there and get my personal stuff out of there. You know, pictures of Barron and all those things that I imagine were in those boxes sure. mixed in with those classified documents. Got to get that stuff out first. And then I was going to give it back to him. Because I had boxes. I want to go through the boxes and get all my personal things out. I don't want to hand that over to Nara yet. And I was very busy, as you've sort of seen. Yeah, but according to the indictment, you then tell this aide to move to other locations after telling your lawyers to say you'd fully complied with the subpoena when you hadn't. But before I send boxes over, I have to take all of my things out. These boxes were interspersed with all sorts of things. Interspersed. Good word there. Good word there. Uh, don't, I'm assuming that his lawyers have said over and over and over again, please don't talk about this. Please don't talk about it publicly. Just yeah. don't address it. Just don't say anything. You can call it a witch hunt. That's fine. But if someone asks you any specifics about the case... Yeah, tell just, them Trump to not talk about something. I know. Oh I know. I don't even know if they bother. I know that his no. lawyers changed constantly because they quit. And then well, he, one's he like one. testifying against him. The one they told know, to turned against him. Yeah. Turned against him mm-hmm. now. So it's... it's And that, we're not talking about Michael Cohen. This is a different no, lawyer. No, this is a new guy. Uh, Cohen turned against him, obviously, most, I suppose, famously. But... Mm-hmm. I talked, or I saw something just within the last week about some of the lawyers that he had specifically for this indictment, and they said that some more of those lawyers were leaving. I don't know, is Tapa Kino still there? What's mm, his name? Tapa Takopina? Is he still there? Yeah. I, I'm I, sure he is. He was there for the uh, sexual assault yeah. thing yeah, at the yeah. at the mall. Carroll. Yeah. yeah, at the Trump Tower, right? Was yeah. that the only thing he was doing? He might not have been dealing with any of the classified document stuff. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, that's Trump's new thing. Look, there was stuff in there I needed to go through. Yeah. I'm not just going to hand everything back. And like, well, then why were you moving it around? Because well, I, mean, I needed you know, to go through classified documents mixed I thought with they were friendship bracelets. And... He's not saying that anymore. It doesn't seem like. That's what I'm saying. Is it because so he knows that they've got audio of him of saying that he knows they're all classified? Well, I saw today Pictures that he said he didn't have the Iran, the Iran uh, attack plans. He said he just doesn't, didn't, never had them. I heard him say that, too. Yeah, and there's a tape of him saying, I, look at these Iran right, attack okay. plans. Well, except that in the tape, doesn't he, he doesn't actually, does he say Iran attack plans? I thought no, in the indictment, no, no, right, no, it just says, look at this, stuff. this is what he's talking yeah. about. So it's, it's a little more vague. Mm-hmm. But if he read those quotes in the indictment and saw that... He's on tape somewhere saying, you shouldn't be looking at this stuff. I shouldn't have this stuff. It's mm-hmm. classified. Mm-hmm. Then maybe he changes his tune a little bit like, okay, I'm, I can't say anymore that I unclassified There's it. So declassified much evidence. It. Huh? So much evidence. Right. So what's, what does a guy like Trump say now? He says, I got to go through it. I had to look at it. Right. I had to look at that stuff. I got to get my home videos out of there. Right. All that stuff, you know. Make a picture of my daughter. My kid's homework. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That stuff's important. I'm not just going to hand that over to the FBI. Not all of that stuff. Not everyone really can think, see a naked, just me. You really think everything in those boxes was classified? That'd be a lot of classified documents. There are a lot of pictures of those boxes, and there's a lot of boxes. 
are we to believe that everything in those boxes was classified? Probably not, right? It's just stuff that he took well, from I'm work. Saying just some of it. Just yeah. some of it's classified. I understand right? why you take it from work, anyways. I know I don't Biden want it. and Obama did it too, and then yeah, I don't want it. They the somehow they asked him for it, they complied, right? Like just yeah. go get whatever you want. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I understand, but I don't know why you're taking that stuff home anyway. Right. It's like you're cleaning out your office and you just take all the stuff. I'd just be like, shred it. Why do I right. want all these or old keep it documents? I think the theory is you could sell them to other countries. No, no, no. No, why, why did you? Why did Biden do it? Why did Obama do it? What are they doing with that stuff? Why are you taking these documents home? We know Clinton did it too, right? To That's something. I think the theory for Trump is that to I know, but why? why the other people? They took it too. Why'd they take it? Why did they, they want to take it, it home? Too? You're saying Obama was I don't know. I don't know other people. I'm just speaking for Trump. Because Obama I know, but I'm it. saying but everybody Biden, does it. Why are, they, why are they allowed to take these documents full of stuff out of the office? Why do they want them? Yeah. I'm guessing if you're the CEO or the CFO here... And you walk, and you got fired, or they brought in somebody else. You wouldn't be like, "Well, just let me grab all these documents." Yeah, it does, it's of weird. how we do business. It's weird. A hard drive. And it's just not a thing. No, like you don't do that. And like if, if you're like, "Yeah, I'm going to take some of my personal stuff." You grab your, you got a box. It's got like pictures of your kids in it. Everybody's yeah. seen people leave work. Right. The pain when you nobody's used grabbing same. giant boxes of documents. Having them delivered to their home from the company they just left. I think Obama said his was for his presidential library. Exactly. Yeah. They say, they say the it's library. for their library. Yeah. Okay. But still. I, like, but I don't. How I, does all that stuff get mixed in there? Right. That, I don't know? even think that should be a thing. Like, if you, the, you shouldn't. I, so ridiculous to me. If you're leaving and you're like, I want to make a presidential library, then I think. You've got you, plenty of stuff. And also, you ask the people. Right, who are in charge of documents, who are still the president. Like, hey, here's some stuff that I want for the, right? Right. And and they'll say, like, okay, yeah, we can send it to you. Or, no, we can't. That's classified. You have to wait this many years. Like, Yeah, they know who your last day is Who lets the president walk out uh, with a dolly full of uh, classified material? It's weird. That's a lot of boxes. So people had to move them. Yes, and I'm guessing bizarre. it wasn't Trump, Biden, Obama, or any of them. No, it's people doing it for people them. doing it for them. They're, say, they're saying, "Here's your and stuff," and they just let them do it. Right? They should say, "Here's your stuff." After they've said, "This is all stuff that's safe to take." Now it can leave. Right. They know when your last day is going to be. Okay, let's make sure. What all do you want? Right. Uh, what whatever do you I want? Can take. And then they, you go through some sort of yeah. proper channels. They say, "Here's what you can take." That's it. It's, right. it's, it doesn't make any sense. It's to so me. weird, and it's also weird that he wanted them that badly that he's telling people to move them around and everything else. When if he just complied, he'd be in the same position that Obama and Biden were in, or Clinton, whomever. Right. Because they would have been fine. The lawyers thought he was fine. They said, hey, if we comply with this, fine. Which is fine. fine. And complying is yeah. fine, and I get it, right? So I'm not putting them in the same category, but I am saying it seems like there should be a better... Why do we get to that check? place Why are we getting to the point where Obama's got classified stuff at his house? Right. Yeah, like, there should be a better... We have a better checkout process at the library. Yep. They know what you got. They know what you're leaving <laughs> exactly. with. Exactly. They tell you if you can't take it. Right. Oh, sorry, that's a new book. You only get that for a week. <laughs> right. You'll get that one for a Feels month. Feels like we should do the same thing with presidential documents. Well, I guess. Maybe AI can fix that, too. I don't know. We have to take a break. Is that what you said, Snowcone? A while ago? Take a break, and we'll come back and finish doom scrolling. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Whoopies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo! Yo! What's going on, kid? We're finishing the news. Oh, great. BB Rex is doing all right. That's what I was trying to show you yesterday. BB Rex? Yeah, a video. Oh, the video of her getting hit? Well, I'd already seen that. I saw it yesterday. It came out It happened a couple days ago, right? She got stitches. You know who BB Rex is, Lazo? No, or I mean, I might have been confused. You might have been confused, Snowcone, because I think yesterday I was still calling her Bay Bay Rexay. Bay Rexay. I didn't know how you're supposed to say her name. I think you mentioned it. BB Rex. Uh, she's a performer. She, her biggest she is. hit is a cover sort of song. I don't know if yeah. you, it's an interpolation. Hey, her biggest hit is an interpolation. Mm-hmm. And um, 
she got hit on stage with a phone, like yeah. a, an actual cell phone, right to the eye. <laughs> yeah, it was all bruised. It sliced open. She had to get stitches. And they they asked, you know, who threw the phone? And supposedly the guy who threw the phone was just like, it was me. Like he was excited about yeah. it. I, that's a weird thing, you know. I guess he's probably thinking they'll just look at my phone and it says right there on the lock screen whose it is. I wouldn't be surprised. But they said that he just raised his hand like he didn't think he was going to be in any trouble. Maybe he didn't realize that he'd hurt her. And he ended up getting charged. But she wants everyone why to know she's okay. I don't know why he threw the phone. Like, why would you throw – if you're going to throw something, why your phone? It's, it's usually valuable I've seen to people you. do that to the performer, like, we'll take a video. Oh. Like, you know, a cell phone. Mm, okay. I've seen that happen before. Take a picture and then what? Hope that you get it back? And they, I try That's to get a risk. it back to you, yeah. Maybe you just yeah. buy an old phone. And you bring yeah. it in and then throw it up there on stage and hope that you get it back. This morning, the 33-year-old award-winning singer, B.B. Rexa, is recovering Rexa. after being hit in the by still a cell phone up. while performing on stage at a concert in New York City Sunday night. The concert abruptly ending as Rexa was taken to the hospital. A 27-year-old New Jersey man was charged with assault for hurling the phone at Rexa. Why was there a 27-year-old man there <laughs> anyway, know. sitting in the front row? And the one person that I saw interviewed was another dude who looked like he was in his 30s. He's like, yeah, it sucked. You know, I don't know why someone would do that. We were having such a good night. I'm like, what were you doing there? Who, I guess I don't know who BB Rexa is. So hmm? I just know she does. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. Oh, it's that's blue. her. Yeah, oh, she just does okay. that. I didn't know what she did, but I know that. Yeah, song. but she says I'm good. Have the best night I'm, of my I'm, life. Cause yeah. I'm good. It's an iPhone 65 song, to be right? Doing. And yes. the, and she just it's an interpolation, right? Would that that's count? An interpolation. That'd be that's a exactly perfect example of an interpolation. Is. It's not yes. a cover. No, it's they an will have writing credit on that song. Uh, the first of those songs was Snoop Dogg and Dolly Parton. What? So. She did? Yeah, I just yeah. don't know those. I only know the I'm blue. Wait, I'm good. She says I'm good. Is that what it's called? I'm good? Yeah. I think that's yeah. what it's called. It's I'm good, blue. The first... Parenthetical title, blue. First AI DJ to hit the airwaves, at least in the United States. I don't know. It says the first one on air. Was deployed by a radio station in Portland, Live mm. 95.5. And they use this software. It's chat, or no, sorry, it's just a GPT four, which is uh, no, that's what powers it. Radio GPT is what it's called. Okay, uh, GPT four is what powers it. I'm definitely old now because I don't know what any of that means. Like, you know, is that like a processor speed? I know Chat GPT, so I know GPT. I think it's the new version of Chat GPT. So each GPT uh, is it gets update. a new generation. I think so. Right, it's yeah. like a three eighty six, a four eighty six, or uh-huh. whatever. Okay, so they're on GPT. Or at least that's what this program uses. And it can take people's voices, mimic them, and then, of course, it can use AI to do your job. What I thought was weird about this is that they've got this girl up there uh, who works for the radio station, mm-hmm. and she's uh, promoting this thing. And she's doing it quite enthusiastically, like, check it out. This is Let's see how good it does doing my job and does a pretty good job. And she doesn't seem scared or worried or sad about that at all. She's thrilled. Today I go from just Ashley to AI Ashley. So let's see how close the AI sounds to me. Today I go from just Ashley to AI Ashley. Let's see how close the AI sounds to me. Pretty good. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. She's, I mean, she's real excited yeah, about this thing about taking this a job. That's what every single comment was, was, you know, what is happening here? Why are you so excited that this that the company is like, hey, we want you to promote this new thing that sounds just like you and does your job. But she seems, you know, look, if that's all that's left of your job is to promote this thing, then you do Ooh, it. I mean, you, you, do. don't, you don't have to. But I'll tell you right now, if they came in and said, you've got either zero days left or two days left. If you choose the two days, it's just going to be you promoting the new AI mm. Slim Fest. I'd be like, hey, I'll take the extra two days. <laughs> right? I would go, and they're like, you need to do it enthusiastically. Of course. Yeah. You don't know. 
you t- you're gonna you're just gonna say yeah I'll quit I'll I'll leave two days early or a week early or whatever know. it is. Oh really? Look, it sucks, but you got to do it. And put a line in the I sand. I mean, I'm there. sure I would, but you know, eh, it sucks. Imagine celebrating your replacement. That's what this person here said. I'm looking through. This article says, indeed, it is incredibly strange to watch a human both introduce their AI clone and express excitement over it literally doing their job. I guess AI Ashley did some more yesterday. I was trying to find audio of it. I'm sure we'll have it by, you know, tomorrow. But it did a contest. Like, it gave away Taylor Swift tickets. But it doesn't say if the person who called in knew that they were talking to AI or not. I would assume not, right? If you're going to test it out. And they're trying to win Taylor Swift tickets. They called in. They must have thought that they were talking to Ashley or, you know, maybe they were talking to Ashley. Now, I don't know if it uh, what else it does. I'm assuming that's all it does, which is enough to take our jobs. I yeah. think someone else would have to be there to put it on the air. But yeah. AI will figure that out, right? How to yeah, stop eventually. the station, turn the phones on, right? And then AI get the station couldn't right tell those racist jokes you tell in between. It totally could. Where do you no, think I got those? No, it doesn't allow you to do it. Well, first of all, it they weren't racist. Won't do any- well, okay. It wasn't even well, – no race yeah, was involved. Probably. There was no race or religion probably. involved. Pedophilia. Yeah, it was a sexist joke. Well, it's not okay. even sexist, really. Well, whatever. It was uh, – I just don't think AI yeah, would closer do those to that jokes than- that you do. Maybe not, but I bet if you asked it to, it would. Well, I think if you ask it to, it'll tell you, like, I won't do well, that. Well, chat GPT, but obviously it's capable. They've just, you know, the designers have decided we're going to put some limits on this, or Microsoft, whomever, I don't know, who decided that chat GPT was going to have this moral Conscious. high ground. Yeah, but uh, it's obviously capable. I mean, those jokes are just coming from the Internet anyway, and it knows everything that's on the Internet. Isn't that sort of how it works, mm-hmm. just by using so. everything yeah. from the Internet? So, okay, we talked about the uh, Titanic thing earlier. I did get some more information about it, Lazo. You're down smoking. Uh, first of all, according to a lot of people, they think that whatever went bad probably went bad when they lost communication, which, according to this article, said it was an hour and 45 minutes, not 45 minutes like the other one. So still, though, pretty quickly considering it's a two-hour trip down there and they're supposed to hang out for a while. So they have not heard from them since. Right now, as we speak, if the ship has not exploded or imploded, whatever, mm-hmm. they could have 30-some hours of oxygen left. Hmm. I found out who another guy is that was on this uh, ship. He's a French explorer, and he had done a bunch of interviews. He's actually done a bunch of these trips before. I think he's done like 15 or 20 of these trips already. No, no, actually, I think he's done – hold on. I think it says here 35, 35 dives to the Titanic specifically before. And he said in interviews – that it's a very risky operation. He also said that uh, talked about things like if you have an accident, it would you, you know it could happen as soon as you you start the journey. You could just be going down, and you're only down hundred feet, a couple hundred feet, whatever it is, and something could go wrong. Basically, from the moment you get underwater, he said it doesn't matter if you're one meter or a thousand meters. If something goes wrong, it could kill you. He said when you go down there to the actual wreckage, mm-hmm. you you run the risk of getting stuck in the wreckage. What? Which is something, yeah, which is something that that other article was talking about, the possibility that these people are stuck in the wreckage, that, you know, something's got them stuck. Oh. Like they go, like, in the boat? Yeah, you know, well, they go, uh, I think they go along the, oh, boy, I don't know boat stuff. But I think they go along. And they're, they're, yeah, I think they go along. I don't know. I just imagine that they said stuck in the wreckage that they're going kind of into certain areas that are oh, accessible. Because James Cameron's back. thing went in okay. and looked at like the ballroom. Now I don't know if that thing was ever manned or not, but that that submersible went in and got pictures of the inside of the Titanic. Hmm. So I assumed that when James Cameron got on his little yellow submarine, mm-hmm. that it was going inside certain parts of it. I, I don't know, though. But if they're saying that they knew that this is a risk, that it could get stuck, that mm-hmm. makes me think it's likely that 
they do go inside certain areas, okay. right? And you're paying two hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's what's happened to him. No, I'm just saying that he had said a long time ago in an interview that had nothing to do with this specific okay, voyage. You could. That, that one of the risks, one of the main risks you run, is getting stuck in the wreckage. Got it. He talked about other things like an, an issue with the ship itself. It could. Uh, you know, have some sort of an accident like a fire, or you could have some sort of a seal break. You could have flooding. He said flooding is a, a risk. He said if you get stuck in the wreckage, even if the ship is okay and you've got oxygen, it's going to get very cold. Mm-hmm. And if you're down there for a long time, he said the, the, the cold would be at that point the thing that you're fighting against because it could start to get very cold, I guess, inside the, the submarine. And I don't know if you, if you die from that, but he said that if you're stuck in the wreckage down there at 13,000 feet, that's the, the big issue. He's 77 years old, by the way. His name is, uh, what's this guy's name? Uh, Paul-Henri uh, sure. Nargelet. Yeah, yeah, of course. You got yeah. it. Right? Yep. Paul-Henri Nargelet yeah, in American. You it. In American. So I'm guessing that's Paul-Henri Nargelet, right? Nargelet. Nargelet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're they're I down there. You're I, the one I had a girlfriend who made out with a French guy. You I know me. that's the only reason I'm even making an attempt. I picked right. up a little bit from that dude <laughs> uh, when I was asking him for money. But uh, they're 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 searching right now. The U.S. Coast Guard and the uh, Canadian Coast Guard. I looked on the apps. I didn't see anywhere you could bet like who's going to find them first, U.S. or Canadian. Who would you bet on? I mean, you got to go USA on this one, right? Of I got to think our Coast Guard is. Canada, way superior. I knew Lars would say Canada. That's why I asked. Why Canada? You think they're better organized? Well, they probably have more time to look for stuff. <laughs> more time. I don't know. Like they have guys a lot of busy? stuff, but they're not, you know. We have people missing everywhere. But you, so you think the Coast Guard's just out there? I think look, they're busy everywhere trying to drop drugs. they got a lot of work to do. Yeah, that's true. they got to stop those people from getting mm-hmm. cocaine into the country. Yep. So, I don't know. And I looked for an update to see if, you know, within the last few minutes they'd found the wreckage or found them and there's nothing they just said the 30 some hours and then i saw that thing where he said that the, there's a big risk of being caught in the debris and i was like all right but if they were if they lost contact an hour and 45 minutes in then wouldn't it be safe i shouldn't say safe but wouldn't it be more likely that something happened to the the vessel at an hour and 45 minutes because it said it took takes you two hours to get there i, I don't know i don't know but oh he did say this too one more thing he said, if you have something go wrong with the vessel itself, some sort of catastrophic failure, and you're fairly deep, uh, it would be very quick death. Very quick. He said, so that's a good thing. He said, you would probably be dead before you even knew that there was an issue. Hmm. He said, that's a possibility. You could just die before you even know that something's that's wrong. Better. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Tate. That just sounds like they say that to make people feel better. Like, why would that be? Why, why would that happen? I don't know. Maybe because like, of the pressure down there. Once they lost communications at a... An hour and 45, they probably know something's wrong. Right, but did the ship just implode after an hour and 45? Right. See what I'm saying? We know that something's wrong, but did the people down there, do they think everything's going fine? And then implodes. it just implodes, and it just smashed them all to bits. Andrew Tate, I don't know much about him. I know Snellcombe's got posters of him on the wall in Big his uh, production studio over there. Big fan. What is he, just a rich guy who tells you how to be cool? He tells it how it, how it is. Is he the well, ultimate Chad? I like him. The he ultimate tells the Chad? truth, but no one else will. Yeah. He's the ultimate Chad like or TikTok. ultimate Chuck. What is it? Chad? Chad? You want to be a Chad, not Chad. a... Good guy. Good guy. Yeah. What's the opposite of a Chad? A cuck like this guy over here. Is that yeah, right. is that the opposite? Yeah, right. It's just cuck? There's not another name? He's a cuck. I've heard, a you, simp. heard you say cuck before. I've heard you say simp. Mm. I, I didn't know if there was a name. But Chad to the young people is just like what we used to say is Steve, right? Be a Steve? No, like completely Steve? different. Oh, it's different? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Chad is not good? Yeah, no. Oh, I thought Chad was a good... So Chad is like a chode. He's like a... <sighs> 
He's the guy who gets all the girls, but he's the bad guy. He's a douche. Right, he's a douche, but he but Front girls. Row. This girl likes mm. Chads. Why do girls like Chads so much? I think just simps call people Chads because simps, simps can't get girls. Right, right. So if you get a girl, then you're a Chad. That's right. But That's it's right. just I knew it's ridiculous, I just right? Forgot. This is simp terms. Okay, a lot of cucks like him make fun of people like that. What are those guys called? The uh, they don't volunteer to be incels. Sold incels, yeah. So incels are the ones who started that stuff, right? The chads yeah. and the uh, cuck stuff. Yeah. Well, Andrew Tate, he's the ultimate chad. Incel, yeah. right? I don't know that and that's true. It's not. Oh, I don't think Andrew Tate's an incel. No, no, no. incels would call him a chad. Would they not? Mm, they may like him. Yeah, oh, I think, I think they like him. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I got a lot really to learn like him. here. Well, Andrew Tate, I know that he smokes a lot of cigars, has a lot of He's a former professional stuff, and he was a fighter for a little while, but he made yeah. most of his money off of this brand, brand, right? As like sure. a social media star. Yeah. I don't know how much money he had going into that, how big of a success he was as a fighter. I, I thought he was UFC, but I guess kickbox or whatever. I knew that he was a fighter. Mm-hmm. And then he got arrested in Romania. Is that where they were arrested yeah. him? And uh, they was also on Big things. Brother. That was his big thing. Oh, like Big Brother UK? Yeah. Or was it here? Okay. I think it was UK. So he got arrested. God, how long ago was that? It was, it's been months now, months. hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they've just now indicted him. He's been indicted. We're back with breaking news out of Romania, where disgraced influencer Andrew Tate has been indicted and will face charges of rape, human trafficking, and forming a criminal gang to sexually exploit women. Boy, that's not... Charges that you want to tell your mom about when when you call from jail and they're like you know what Those did you do ones. and you say oh, I've been charged what was it and will face charges of rape human rape, trafficking human and trafficking. forming a criminal gang to sexually <laughs> exploit women if they just left it at forming a criminal gang but then it's forming a criminal gang to what was it rape women something like that not good none of that sounds good no, to me no. Uh, just imagining sitting there on that phone trying to explain to your parents Duh. what you're in for. It's a big misunderstanding. Gang to sexually exploit women. Sexually exploit, exploit women. women. Because what was it? He had didn't he have, didn't this involve pizza deliveries? There was something and, about pizza, wasn't right? there? It's something about pizza deliveries. Like, someone on Twitch will know. Well, that's how he got caught. That was through the pizza delivery. Oh, there was a picture the of it. Box. They knew the pizza box. Yes. Oh, th- to figure out where he was. Where that's he was. right. That's, that's right. right. But then the original thing of this, uh, it was trafficking was the first thing they yeah. talked about, right? And was that because... What did he own strip clubs or something like that? I I was thinking it was some sort of sex work thing that might be legal, but that they were saying that I don't know. Anyway, he's been indicted in Romania. I don't know anything about Romanian prisons. Doesn't sound fun. Doesn't sound fun. Neither do American prisons, though. No, I don't. I don't know. And uh, I thought that he kept saying he wasn't going to get in trouble, but I mean, I guess of course he would say that this is all. They're out to get him. Made out, yeah. That they're out to get him. He talks about the Matrix a lot. He does? Yeah, he talks like about it's the real? Matrix all the time, yeah. Like we're living in a simulation? Something or? like that, yeah. Well, you know, I uh, I would say I wish him well, but it sounds like he could be a bad guy. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Well, you're the one who was into him. I'm you not tried into him at all. You tried getting me into him forever. No, I didn't. Dude, you, if you're being sarcastic, you've got to do a little better job letting people know that you're being sarcastic. <laughs> okay, I'm not into Andrew Tate. Can't Did you take the, the posters down in there? There's no poster. Shut up. I swear you had a picture of him oh, on, on your desktop, You're on that computer in there, and he was standing in front of a Bentley mm-hmm. smoking a cigar. You're thinking of Laszlo. That's that, him. You, maybe someone put it there as a joke, but I, I saw it there. There's video of <laughs> Conor McGregor, new video of Conor McGregor, standing with his accuser. You guys saw, you remember that whole thing at the basketball game? And yeah, they said he punched up, the mascot yeah. too hard? Well, then later they're like, forget about that. A woman is claiming that he assaulted her in the bathroom at, mm-hmm. at the game. And did you guys not hear this? Yes. Oh, okay. Lazo did. Snowcone didn't. Uh, now there's video that TMZ released. I think it was TMZ. Of I find it hard to believe. 
that he assaulted this girl in yeah. the bathroom? Really? Yeah. I don't know why. I'm just saying because I watched that whole documentary on him. I'm like, outside of the ring, he seemed like a really kind of... I'm being honest. Like, like I don't find it hard to believe the Andrew Tate thing. I've seen him. I'm like, all right, man, you're an aggressive dude. But that whole Conor McGregor thing, he seemed, at least in the documentary, really laid back. Like, really laid back. Shows him with his two kids and, like... Whoever did the documentary did a really good job of painting him as a real, like all they would talk about is being a family guy. Well, maybe he got final say on what's in it and who made it. I know, that's what I'm saying. Whoever did it, they really did a good job. I feel like I've heard things about him before that made me think he's the only time they did was just the fight with the other guy where he threw the chair through the window. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like he but smashed a phone. Someone. There's some temper there's, issues there's for temper sure. Issues, I don't know about uh, like in public. I don't know about sexual stuff. I don't know about rape. But no, I don't know about that. No. It's definitely been some things about having a temper. Phone and smashed it. He hit some people like outside a hotel. Right. Tried to. There's been several. Well, that was the same guy. guy. That was the guy okay. who was going to fight, and he threw. They were giving him the finger on the bus, and then he threw a chair through the window and said, "Come out and fight." But they were. It was groups of fighters. It wasn't like just. Thought, smashing a window of like slim fast patrons. I don't know. There's been a couple things. Uh, this one, if you watch the video, this is. Did you watch the video, Lazo, that they released of the two of them talking? Because it, they're saying this happened after the alleged incident. I mean, they they're blowing the girl's face out. They're I can't hear what they're after saying. He allegedly assaulted her. Yeah, like he passes her in this uh, area, and I mean, he talks to her for just it looks like a couple of seconds as he walks by. He's okay. kind of pantomiming something, but so he, I. I say it doesn't look like something bad just happened. I guess, how would I know? What, what They could have been saying anything. Developing this morning, Conor McGregor's team responding to new video just coming into our newsroom that appears to show the UFC star hanging out at a club with the same woman he's accused of raping. The clip circulating online seems to be taken after the alleged incident. The woman claims McGregor sexually assaulted her in the men's bathroom of the Kaseya Center during Game 4 of the NBA Finals. McGregor has denied those allegations. Okay. Oh, that's what it was. Nerd woman reminded me. He knocked out an old man in a bar who didn't want a free shot of his whiskey. That was like mm. a bar in Ireland. I'm looking at uh, an old guy. his Wikipedia. I'm looking at controversies. There's uh, driving offenses. Okay, skip that. Incident at Bellator 187. Says he jumped in the ring before the fight was over, I guess. A bus attack at UFC 223 Media Day. Yeah. Uh, that was 3rd of April 2018. Okay, is that one that you guys were referencing mm-hmm. already? Is that one of the things yeah. you guys were talking about? Okay. So, oh, yeah, I see. They've got a lengthy history. Okay. Then indictment at UFC 229. Do you know about this one? McGregor's training partner, Dylan Dennis, soon after his McGregor, blah, 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 and his cousin also attempted to exit the octagon, but a scuffle broke out. Any, okay, any fights that happened, like, in the octagon, right outside Whatever. of the octagon? Right, With like, other oh, fighters. Right. But punching an old guy at a bar for not taking the shot yeah, at the whiskey. yeah. So here's a sexual assault one. Dublin sexual assault allegations 2019. New York Times reported that McGregor was under investigation by the Irish police following allegations of a sexual assault on a woman in Dublin Hotel December 2018. A second allegation of sexual assault was reported on October in October 2019 regarding an assault on a woman in a car alleged to have been taken or sorry, alleged to have taken place earlier that month. In January 2021, after prosecutors declined to prosecute McGregor, uh, a civil claim was launched. Okay, so there is something there. I guess there's two things there that are sexual assault allegations. Mm-hmm. Then there's a Florida robbery arrest. That's 2019. Dublin pub assault. 2019. Is this? That's the older mm-hmm. man. There you go, Snowcone. The uh, Corsica arrest in 2020. You guys know about this one? Attempted sexual assault incident. Okay, for exposure. 
Uh, all right, so that's something sexual. Altercation at Machine Gun Kelly, alleged attack. Yeah, but I'm not counting anything that happens yeah, in or around the fighters, the ring, no. Which yeah. was like three of those. I'm getting rid of those. Yeah. And then alleged attack on Yacht 2023. Then we get to punching the Miami Heat mascot. And then the final one where it says, uh, on June 11th, Miami police received a report that McGregor had sexually assaulted a woman the previous night in a restroom at the arena after game four of the NBA Finals. They are investigating. McGregor released a statement saying, um, you know, I'm denying these allegations. So there you go. Hmm. They mention any of that stuff in the documentary? Any of those fights or anything else? All the fights. All the uh, under the controversies? Yeah. Okay. Uh, all the fights. Uh, and they did have him on his yacht. I don't think they discussed the, the sexual assault, though. Okay. I don't think they brought up the punching the old guy in a bar. I, I don't know why. But I, all of the fights, like him going to court, they had his lawyer throwing the chair through the bus window. They covered all that stuff. How do you prove something like this? Or, or disprove it. It's just he said, she said, right? So I guess, I don't know. We'll see. If there's a, sometimes you go, well, if they give her money, then he must have thought. Not necessarily, though. Mm-hmm. Who knows? The Church of Laszlo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.